Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2013. Did you know you can go online at denvercomiccon.com and buy tickets, James? Um, well, I, I, yeah, I already have them. I know you do, but I'm just saying if people don't have it, they oh, go to Denver. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should do that. They should, because Man. who got announced this week? Fiona Staples is coming this year. And oh. who is Fiona Staples, James? I, what do you mean? What? I know who she is. Why don't you tell people who are listening, oh, asshole? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you've heard us talk about Saga on the show before, or mm-hmm. at least hopefully you have. Uh, she is the artist who draws Saga. And it's uh, amazing, by with, the way. Um, Brian K. Vaughan, obviously, is the writer. That book is great. So much fun. Run and pick it up. You can get uh, the first trade now. Yeah, yeah, at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Um, <laughs> at Colorado Coins, you know uh, you can get 20% off at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? <laughs> oh, this is shameless. Uh, but go totally. get that trade, and then go see her and have her sign it. Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. And every ticket you purchase at DenverComicCon.com benefits Comic Book Classroom. Which is so cool. It is. Kids reading comic books is where it's at. Yeah. The medium must continue. Dude, people reading comic books is where it's at. Now, we have a special treat for Real Nerds listeners this week. What? Besides our tweaked audio. Oh. So stay tuned for after our tweaked audio bit for our special announcement this week. Uh, if you log on to tweakedaudio.com, James, yeah, and yeah. enter in Real Nerds, when you check out, you get a third off your entire order. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What do they do there? They supply the world with awesome earbuds. James, are you using tweaked audio earbuds? I am, and they sound awesome. Are you using Man. mine? Uh, no, I'm using mine. I carry them in my pocket all the time. Very good. Which is really cool because they come with a little bag. They um, do. And then I so okay. So I've got the parkour ones, which have got the, like the flat cable. Parkour. Yeah, parkour. And I just assumed like they they say that the flat cable is supposed to keep it from like tangling and stuff like that. And I thought that's bullshit. <laughs> Naturally, it's totally not bullshit. It is not bullshit. like I really. Do, I every time I take them out of the bag, they are not tangled. And I used to have these Zoom ones that I just liked because. They had fabric cables, um, and every time I took them out of their bag, because they came with a neat little bag with like magnets and shit on mm-hmm. it, uh, every time I took them out of the bag, they had a tie on them. They came with a little thing that you could tie them up. They would still be tangled up. Bullshit. I know. You know what doesn't get tangled up? Tweaked Audio earbuds. Uh, they're, yeah, they're really cool. So visit tweakedaudio.com. Pick out any earbuds you want. When you do the checkout, enter in the word real nerds, R-E-E-L-N-E-R-D-S. And you'll get a third off your complete order. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. What other like really cool stuff is happening this week, Ryan? Well, we have guests this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what? Not Brad. Brad's down at um, Falcon Books on I-70 and Ward Road. It's an adult arcade where you put in 25 cents <laughs> and you close a curtain behind you and you watch pornography. Is it like that? <laughs> is it... Oh, my God. Uh, the... Is it like that scene in Boonock Saints? It that could one? be, you know, where like the room, the like the walls are. Yeah, all gross. dude, and you know what? He doesn't even clean up after himself. <laughs> this is disgusting. That is disgusting. Oh my god, man! I hope your mom doesn't listen to this one. Yeah, right. I really hope your mom doesn't know what Falcon Books is. Anyways, the real news is is <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that a real place? It is. Oh my god! I grew up on that side of town. <laughs> the f- but behind the Falcon Books, <laughs> on the Falcon Books side of town. Oh. Anyways, we What's are. The Joined by super fan Cora. Wait, 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 wait. You mean that Cora wrote in, right? No, James. What? We actually have the voice of the fan. Cora is joining us. Because she called. She finally called us? No, she did not call us either. I don't understand what's going on. I know. Obviously, you can't see someone sitting right in front of you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Cora, say hi to the Real Nerds listeners. Sup? 
So you'll just be hearing yourself. We have the one listener. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. you. That's you, though. It's great. Well, that's, no. re- that's really bad. You won't have a listener this week because, like, like I've said before, I can't listen to my own voice. You have to listen out. to your own voice. Let me tell you, I'm listening to your voice through these tweaked audio headphones right now. Sounds pretty good. Thanks. Wow. And James is hitting on Cora, and Cora's boyfriend, Michael, oh, hi, is right, right there, too. Hey, there. Oh, man. Um, you it's sound, it's you cool. No too. worries. It's no big deal. Uh, a not. fun story. About a month ago, maybe a little longer, huh, Michael? Uh, yeah. Michael sent me an email saying Cora is coming up for Valentine's Day and she Aww. would love to be on our show. And I was like, she wants to be on our show for Valentine's Day. That sounds like a horrible <laughs> gift. Um, but you know what? Hey, it's what she wants. So uh, for about a month, we've been corresponding and we finally settled on um, today. Yeah. And Cora, what movie did the real nerds go see with you today? We went and saw Warm Bodies. Oh. Awesome. So stay tuned for that review. And uh, thanks, Michael, for setting this up. This is awesome. We, uh, no problem. we really appreciate it because, you know, Cora has been a big part of our show for a long time. And she sent in emails and she told me I don't read them right because I don't sound like a woman. So um, I have a weird way of phrasing things. And I know. And, I, you know, when I, when I was – but now that I, you know, heard you talk a lot today – you're, you're so awesome. And so, like, so trying to read your emails, I'll never be able to do anymore. Um, but I hope you still write to us, even when you're not on the show. I'll just have to call so that I can just say it myself. Yeah. Yes. And then you'll yes. never listen. And no one will listen to the show. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. But you know this what, James? This is a horrible idea. People are listening to the show. Oh, really? Guess who's burning up on Stitcher Radio? Um, 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 it's us, dude. Oh, we're shit. In the, we're in the top 100 of entertainment that's pretty dope. Radio stations. I don't know what they call them on that. That is that is super dope. Uh, they call them Stitches. Stitches? Cool. No, I made that up. That sounds cool, though. That does. That is really cool. Yeah. We're like the Stitcher, 97th Stitch. Uh, yeah, we're going to brand that. Stitcher, if you want to call them Stitches, uh, one cent every show. Exactly. And then so, we'll just stop making um, the show. If you've never listened to Real Nerds before, thank you for listening the first time. Yeah. Uh, what we do is we go through fan mail. No fan mail this week, except for one really cool one. Yeah. Well, um, and Cora is like in the room. Yeah, and Cora is our fan mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then we also talk about what we've been seeing. Some real news, box office numbers, comic books. Michael has a comic book for us this week. Ooh. Yes, I do. I love it because it changes it up. No more Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> maybe next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'll bring it back next week. Oh, no I worries. totally will. You no, know, I'll you just, know I'll I will. just next week I'll just tell him it's my week. And... Yeah, so we'll just keep on skipping over me. I'm like, pretty <laughs> sure it's my week this week. No. When am I going to talk about Amazing Spider-Man 198? Um, <laughs> guys, Spider-Man died this time. It's important. <laughs> And then we also review Warm Bodies, which we saw all of us. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Yay. <laughs> uh, we will. Well, there's another movie we'll review, too. Oh, that's are right. We gonna, yeah. We, we uh, have me a, and James are going to spoil Die Hard for you guys. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah so there's two movies this week. Hard. Yeah. It's a good day to spoil Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> and with, with that. that, the show commences. Feed me! Uh, only one really cool email, uh, not even a really email, it's a tweet. Yeah, which is a, actually a different thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyways, what's really cool is, um, I, I mentioned this last week, that I, I, I'm i a fan of Scott Derrickson. Before I knew I was a fan of him, he's uh, <laughs> he's a director of The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is the first movie of his I saw, which I loved. Um, and then he directed a movie that comes out on Blu-ray next week called Sinister, which is in my top ten movies of the year. Yeah. Um, so pick up that blu-ray for sure um anyways i I listened to his interview with kevin smith on movie makers and he mentioned that he was um from colorado and that his first movie he directed was hellraiser inferno 
So this week, I'm like, yeah, I was watching Hellraiser Inferno. Stay tuned for what we've been watching. I'll tell you all about it. And I just happened to catch that there was a Colorado driver's license in it. And I was like, oh, cool. So I busted out my computer. I said, hey, Scott, I love the uh, Colorado shout out. And he tweeted back. Uh, and I even hashtag 303 because I'm a dork. <laughs> and uh, he tweeted back, Westminster, born and raised. And he hashtag 303. <laughs> so me and Scott Derrickson had a trend going. <laughs> yeah. you at, at some level, you have the same sense of humor. Exactly. Or he was just like throwing you a pity. He's like, like dude, here's a tweet. Leave hashtag. me alone. That's badass. Yeah. I don't care if it's it a is cool. Oh, like, no. uh, so my goal is now to get Robert Downey Jr. on the show and Scott Derrickson. So yeah. hey, Robert Downey Jr., if you're listening, or Scott Derrickson, you got nothing going on. You're from Colorado, you know, you're like in town in Westminster, like, oh, I want to go to uh, uh, Joe's Crab Shack on 92nd and Sheridan. You're like, oh, hey, real nerds, come and see Wait, me. Is it, I think that one just closed. Did it really? No, uh, Papa Do's closed over there. No, Joe's no, Crab there's... Shack is still there. I No, 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 I know for a fact that there is a Joe's Crab Shack that just closed in town, but I don't know which one. Okay, fine. The Olive Garden on 92nd and okay, Sheridan. Okay, Olive Garden's never closed. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Where they'll face fuck you with salad. I stole that joke. Um... You know what my favorite Olive Garden joke of all time is? Did you guys ever... Are there, is there a plethora of Olive Garden jokes There is. There? Um, did you guys ever watch Conan O'Brien years ago? When I was younger. And, yes. And he did in the year 2000. Yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yeah. No, Andy that's Richter. a fabulous... Yes, that's a it's, fabulous yeah. thing. So he, uh, you know, they would do it in the year 2000, and Conan said, in the year 2000, zombies will inherit the earth, and after all the people are dead, the zombies will resort to eating dirt, and after that, they will reluctantly go to the Olive Garden. <laughs> Uh, I actually ate Olive Garden leftovers with dirt on them <laughs> once because I was crying and super hungry. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 wait. whoa, whoa. Uh, wait there's too many zombies in that fact. <laughs> okay, how did, first, how did the dirt get on the salad? Um, so we went to Olive Garden when we were in California last September, and we had leftovers, and we were camping. Well, we went camping, got to our campground. It was super late at night. I was really hungry and really tired. Yeah. We were making, we heated up the little leftovers on our camp stove. Michael was holding both of our bowls of leftovers, even though there was a table like five feet away. And I hit my bowl when I shut the trunk of my car and my bowl of fettuccine Alfredo ended up upside down <laughs> under my car. Mm. And I just burst into tears. And he was awesome, and he's like, I'll pick it up. Let me get you a beer. Just drink your beer, and I'll pick it up, and we'll salvage it. You can have mine. And I'm like, I wanted my Alfredo. So, yeah, I cried. It had a little dirt on it, but I slept, and then I was it good. Was still all right. <laughs> no, it was all right. It was okay. Just a little yeah. gritty. You yeah. Know? Yeah, a little it gritty. Just, yeah. It just had more substance than normal Olive Garden food <laughs> would. That's all. A little roughage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? We did get something at the last second, James. Oh, really? What? We got a phone call. No, we didn't. From the so-called Brad, who has his review of Die Hard. Uh, sorry, Brad, I haven't listened to it, but I'm going to play it anyways. What's up, guys? This is your buddy Brad. Um, I won't be able to make it to the show tonight, so I'm literally phoning in my review of A Good Day to Die Hard. Um, you know, this movie, just to me, lacks the fun of John McClane in the previous movies. Uh, it it kind of feels like he's just, uh, a character in another movie. Um, and I know the whole idea is to have, you know, an ordinary guy in, in an extraordinary situation, but this really feels like he doesn't fit in to his own movie. Um, and the chemistry between father and son feels like the writer 
uh, did not understand a father and son relationship. So there's a lot of um, – I'd have to see the script because the impression I got was that they really just kind of ad-libbed um, a lot of their uh, rapport and um, – the director just wanted to shoot a bunch of car wrecks and uh, action sequences. And the, the end action sequence I thought was pretty cool, and uh, it was definitely um, very bombastic and uh, entertaining. Uh, and then the finale with uh, John McClane's son uh, taking out the main bad guy, which includes the helicopter, was pretty sweet. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's just from, like, a movie that's supposed to, uh, the core is kind of the father reconnecting with the son. I felt that was a very minor part of it that wasn't handled very well. So, but otherwise, uh, definitely delivers on the action. Um, so that's it. That's my review for uh, Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, interested to hear what you guys thought of it as well. And um, happy birthday, Cora, and uh, welcome to the show, Michael. Uh, interested to see what you guys uh, do in my absence to make the show entertaining. So good luck, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> that was so funny, Brad. I can't believe oh. you just did that. <laughs> yeah. You know what my favorite part of that joke was? was. Uh, we put it into the wrong segment, so like it's just going to spoil it. I don't know what he says. Maybe he gives away the end, and then we'll just cut it together. Don't we put, we put, we put phone calls oh, yeah, in with no, the fan mail. Yeah. Well, I would have put it in later with the review, but fuck him. that's okay. You can, Brad can just edit all cut that it out. however. Yeah. He's yeah. the one who has to edit it. Yeah. It's his own damn fault he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Corey's already on the show. <laughs> oh, I got this. She knows what's going on. Oh, uh, man. Hey, Brad, yeah, you can edit wherever you want. Yeah. Oh, you know what? When we get to the review of Die Hard, I'll do another. Brother. Here's Brad's phone call again and see <laughs> if he wants to put it in and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. So anyways, if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us. Real underscore nerds. Cora, what's your tweet address? Um, oh, crap. What is it? Lime Coconut. Come on. I know. Yeah. You don't. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't see my own tweets. Well, so where, yeah. what's the story behind Lime Coconut? Oh, okay. Um, it's because people think I'm ethnic. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Because what? I have, I so have. So what does Lime and Coconut have to do with it? I'll explain it to you in a second. Um, I have like olive skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are asking me, they're like, are you Mexican? No, you, well, you're. Or are, are you native? Because I live in Durango. Mm-hmm. You look like you have, like, some Sicilian in you. Right. No, it's it's Greek and it's. Um, Dude, fuck yeah. Man, Eastern, Eastern European <laughs> and Middle Eastern. Like, it's all that shit yeah. over there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That whole sort of <laughs> hodgepodge of foreign people, yeah. But I'm super white. <laughs> um, and so I'm brown on the outside and white on the inside, okay. which is the coconut part. Okay. And then all my shit is, like, lime green. You know what? Green's my favorite color. Not yeah. lime green, but green. Like my purse and my my sweatshirt that I'm not wearing. All of those things are it's like super green. The only reason I can green. ever find you is because <laughs> you're always That's how you found me in the airport yesterday. I wouldn't have found you unless you were wearing bright green. No, it's true. Nice. Trademark color. It's funny. Ryan, who went to the movie with us earlier? Other Ryan. Uh, he's from Trinidad. Um, oh, nice. He, he is Italian, and he's got a lot of like Italian family members down there. But everybody just assumes you're Mexican. Like right. As soon as you are not like straight up cowboy white. Like, they just think, like, well, you are Cowboy illegal, white, right? that is racist. <laughs> yeah. In Durango, people think you're native. Na- native American? Correct. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a tuition waiver at the college for native students. So like, uh, my wife, there is a tuition American, my wife says, I am. She's probably, like, 158 Are you something. kidding me? 132nd. You wouldn't even be a slave at 132nd. Like, that's, <laughs> man, they would let you own property. So, so Laura is blonde. 
and very white. She is not blonde. Do not believe yeah. her hair color. No, no we're going to say she's, she's I, I'm a woman. <laughs> I support her being blonde. You know what? Well, she's Lime coconut, enough from you. <laughs> she is naturally yeah, good like, luck with you that. know, s- strawberry dirty you blonde. No, but you've told me about it. And how horrible it is. Re- remember, no. James, about uh, it's only three years ago been, when we like, were trying to get Laura to grow her hair out and yeah. stuff, and it worked. Well, um, <laughs> now it doesn't. Yeah. My wife's like, I'm well, married I mean, to you. Well, you have to, be, you. Yeah, you have to, you know, she's been like you know, bleaching it with acid for six years now. <laughs> That's so true. So it's not, you know, That's if really it grew true. out, like part of it would be green um, and not like on purpose. <laughs> that was the end of that. That was. And it, it just, just stopped. stopped. We have been doing the show too long. We did the exact same thing and said things we said, and it just stopped. Yeah, we, we did, did that last week. We did. You and I said the same word at the same time. Uh, Intrigue. Movie oh, soulmates. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to start holding hands while we do this. Totally. Uh, what's the next segment? Any, uh, can I just finish my show? Fuck, no. dude. Quit interrupting me. All right. So I'm now because Brad's not here. I'm the one who gets yelled at. Yes. You can tweet us. Real underscore nerds. That's where we you were. can email us. Real nerds at gmail dot com. Call us seven two zero six nerds five. And you can leave us a message on Facebook, wherever you want to leave us a message. Write it on the front of my door and, you know, all creepy, like a horror movie. And I'll read it. You know what's funny? I can actually hear Brad editing the show right now, and I can hear I can hear his thoughts. And he's going 25 fucking minutes in, and you haven't even finished talking about how people can contact us. This Who cares? Ridiculous. You know what? He's not here to give me the death look like, hurry up. <laughs> so that's what happens when you let someone who's been in improv just keep on going. There's Mike, no scene. Michael and I are talkers, so uh, this may oh, be a oh, long it's show. Gonna get, it's going to get it's gonna serious. It's going to get hot in here. I am not black. <laughs> Neither is Cora. <laughs> that is correct. So now it's stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. And that, like how I just ended it there, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to start the next segment. Um, you know what? We have guests. Guests, you can start what we've been watching. Cora, oh, what I have made, you been watching? I made a list Ooh. while we were at dinner on my fancy notepad. Um, so I picked the important things, or at least I think can become important via dialogue. Because I watch a lot of TV shows. Movies are limited, but I watch a lot of TV shows. So the most important of these, which... Ryan and James were supposed to watch this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Epic fail. That's My, not true. I'll forgive you. It's yeah. fine. Um, is The Office, because The Office is doing all this crazy shit yeah. with breaking the fourth wall, and I'm really hoping that it results in a cool ending. Let we'll us know see. how that turns do you, out. Are you, do you yeah. like Whatever. it? Do you have faith? Does it, like, every week do you feel like, okay, yes. they're on the right track here? Yes. Okay. Does it feel like The soon. Office of old? Yeah. Um, no, because Steve Carell's not in it. Well, because Steve Carell <laughs> is not in it. They actually had a character this week that kind of brought back the energy of Steve Carell in a really awkward kind of way. Mm. Oh, shit. Who was plays it Jan? him? <laughs> no, but I don't remember who pl- who the character actor was who played him. Anyway, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, I can't remember his name. What's her face? Pam was interviewing at a job at a real estate office. And the boss of this real estate office was like, oh, my God, it's Steve Carell. But it's not really. Like, Same she sees Steve Carell in this boss, so maybe that's why she wants to work at this place. Yeah, but spoilers, she didn't take the job. Anyways, 
I was totally going to watch them. Now I can't watch yeah. them. No, you have to watch them still. I, no, here's the thing. I was really looking forward to watching them and talking about the stuff here with you. Like I was like, oh, that's going to be awesome. I know. Then, Remember the pact we made at the end of last podcast? Like, okay, we have to, yeah, we have to watch the office awesome. and we're uh, going to do it. So but then <laughs> my, my computer dropped out of its own asshole. <laughs> and now those files are locked on a hard drive that I can't access. I know how that goes. Um, so I, I, it'll get there, but it'll be because James doesn't watch TV like a conventional person, you know, on TV. He I steals it. Oh, I'm well. You're I was, I was one. about to say, well, how am I supposed to get episodes from three episodes back? And then Corey's gonna say, well, you could watch Hulu, and then I was just gonna see. I'm on the shamed. Hulu Netflix train. Yeah, I actually I pay for Netflix and I pay for Hulu. I agree. You and I watch for Hulu. Netflix. I do wait, pay for Hulu because I wouldn't be able to watch it on my Wii or but on my phone. Does it bug you that when you pay for Hulu, you still get ads? No. Because if you watch something the next day, you only get one ad on each commercial break instead of four. Oh, uh, okay. So they like, keep increasing them, though. I don't really care. Are they, are they it's, still... It's cheaper than cable. Are they still the same... Well, that's true. But yeah. are they still the same ad over and over again? Yes. Okay. It that, gets that really was my old biggest, really yeah. fast. The, nah, the, yeah. I don't really care. I mean, it's not a bad Doesn't solution. You know, especially if you're not willing to like break the law. Um, well, which it, is a good thing. I did all I will admit. I wasn't going to pay for Hulu. Like I, I watched it for free before. Yeah. Um, because it wouldn't stream on my Wii. And so I couldn't watch it on my fancy TV. Ah. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for shit that I can only watch on my dippy ass computer. Yeah. Cause then I had a dippy ass computer. Especially cause what are you going to do if it drops out its own asshole? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's legitimate concern. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at that point in time, I just watched a whole shit ton of reruns on Netflix, which cool. also works. Yeah. Um, and then when it was like, oh, my God, Hulu can stream on your Wii. I was like, on it. And I, <laughs> and I hooked it up. And it's awesome. Nice. I dig it. Because then I can watch you it know on you my phone. You can play video games on your Wii. Yeah. It's really funny because I have Mario Kart. And I'm actually really good at Mario Kart. And that hasn't happened in like a year. That's not <laughs> a very good version of Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. And I beat that version of Mario Kart in like an afternoon, and I was like, "This is." Depressing. I'm not that good. It's, it's just nah, it's suck. just all the old maps. I still beat you. Like they they didn't yeah. even build anything for it. But that's anyway. the worst game for our relationship ever. That's true. <laughs> we have never fought like we fight when we play Mario Kart. <laughs> Fact. So who is your character in Mario Kart? I am Daisy. Oh, Daisy. And, and then Luigi. he's Luigi. I, I have to. It's. I, I'm the coolest character. Bad. I'm Toad. That's not terrible. No, if Toad's you were, awesome. if you were like Boo or Bowser or Bowser. something I, like that, then well, because they're assholes. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, when I when I you're played, not an asshole. Well, contrary well, to what you. popular <laughs> people watching your show listening to your show think. <laughs> See, <laughs> watching through the window. I did no, earlier until early, we had dinner. Yeah, earlier, earlier, like <laughs> like she first the first thing she sees. We're standing there at, at the California Pizza Kitchen, and Ryan walks in, and he holds the door for like. Like, like there were this like huge Catholic kids. channel of Catholic family of like 30. Yeah, you're right. It was like 35 kids. And he stands there, doesn't even just hold the door for that family, but then the woman right behind them, who is clearly not with them. And the first thing Cora says is she goes, oh, oh, he's holding the door for those. Oh, he's like a nice person. And <laughs> that we were, is paraphrasing, oh, yeah. but true. The sentiment is correct. Yeah. So anyways, so I watched The Office, which I think is actually going to be really good. The I, Jim and Pam thing really worries me because they were fighting, yeah. and they're still not on great ground. 
my my well, hope we'll is that they are simply doing that to to drop a little uh, drama in there before they end it on the but right the, note. But the Dwight and Angela thing is coming back, which I loved. I loved Dwight and Angela together. Did it disappear? It did. She got married to a senator who was gay. gay? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And had an affair with Oscar. Spoilers. Oh, if you haven't watched this season of The Office. Um, um, yeah. It's fine. It's cool. The, um, and then she had a baby with the senator, which actually was the senator's and not Dwight's. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had they had awesome bonding time this week. It was great. Cool. And then I've been addicted to Downton Abbey. I'm, I am, I'm I am not so up to glad. date. No, no, no. We won't talk about it. I don't want to talk any spoilers. I'm just so glad there's anyone else on the show that I can talk Downton Abbey. Okay, so here's my problem. Okay. I watch a lot of shows, right? Yeah. And if I get through all of my shows in the week, and it's the weekend, and I'm like, well, fuck. What am I going to watch now? Well, there's all this other shit on Netflix, and Downton Abbey is one of those things that everyone was like, no, you have to watch this. Yeah. Because I'm an English major, yeah. and all my professors are talking about it on Facebook. And you love love, as you've said many times. I do love love. Yeah. Um, and it is... And it's a bunch of so freaky old... English people. That isn't true. No, there's really? some scandalous shit. Those are the shit. best parts of the show, <laughs> but it's not true. Super yeah. scandalous. Oh yeah, like what? Like uh, people having sex. He <gasps> put his crumpet in my ticket, and that <laughs> wasn't right. No, That's this this woman, <laughs> one of the main characters, slept slept with a Turkish guy. Was yeah. he Turkish? Yeah. Um, a shame. And then he died <laughs> in, in her, her bed. bed. Yeah. And so her and her mom and her lady's maid had to carry his body back across the manor to where his body should have been, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. It I was... saw that before. What's that Kirstie Alley movie with Sam Elliott where he dies when they're having sex? Um, Event Horizon. No. Oh. <laughs> but there is a movie like that. And, that uh, so, so much better. Uh, Downton Abbey just stole from an 80s comedy. That's, that's entirely possible. I don't care. It's great. And <laughs> it I mean, that's great. early it's in great. season one. It's, right. But that is a setup of like a lot of Because it becomes strife. a big issue. Yeah. Um, Could have had no, a week it's... in a Bernie scenario. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you but would it, suggest It wouldn't be weekend yes, at Bernie's. It'd be weekend at Bernard's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, Cause, cause so I've been English watching Downton Abbey. Yeah, far, we got you. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was good though. How far in are you? Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll do that a lot. Just yeah. a warning. Pop. As long yeah. as he's not dead. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm on. I think it's season three, episode four. Okay. I just watched season three, episode three. So okay. I'm only three or four yeah. episodes behind now. Yeah. All of the all of the major intense shit is ahead of you. I'm so excited. So let's move on. Okay. Before I say something bad. The Americans the are way attempting it... to throw tea off our ship. Yeah, actually, the, <laughs> yeah, no, the Koreans invade. Mm. Uh, yeah, it totally changes the whole show. Um, it's ridiculous. I was using American Revolutionary um, War. No, no, I know. Joke. That would make sense, though. That would make sense. That's why it's so crazy when the Koreans show up with, like, AKs. <laughs> just start downing. That's how Maggie, Maggie Smith does. In really? real life, yeah. In Red Dawn? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. What else did you see? <laughs> Jeez, James. I'm sorry. You're good. It's cool. Good. Um, I also watched The Walking Dead this week. Nice. Because The Walking Dead came back. It did come back. And I'm really excited for the episode that's on in yeah. two days. By the time this is up, because Brad's going to need a couple days to edit it down. <laughs> he will need a couple <laughs> days. <laughs> uh. um, and so that's really exciting because 
season three has gone. I was on board with season one. I thought season one was awesome. Mm -hmm. Season two had some weird shit that went down. Yeah. Were you one of those people who was like, why are we still looking for this little girl? Who cares? Yes. Yeah. But then when she was like dead, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's some serious shit is going down. That payoff made everything worth it. It really did. And then Rick shooting her head in the head. Yeah. When Michael watched that for the first time, we were watching on Netflix. And he's like, wait, what's going on? I'm like, no, just wait. I'm not going to spoil this for you. Yeah. It was just, no. <laughs> no. They, no. I know. My wife's <laughs> getting mad at me because I'm playing the Walking Dead game. And nice. I, and, oh. I, and I call, I'm um, ricking it up. So, you know, I let, I let people die. No, I'm ricking it up. Yeah. She doesn't even fucking listen to me, dude. I don't even know why. I've... <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't take shit. But yeah, then Rick is uh, again not taking shit. But he kind of snaps at the end of this end of episode. Yeah, no, he's losing it he hardcore. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is interesting because it's no another shit. one of those things where um, where it's a it's sort of hinted at in the book. You know, mm-hmm. like he sort of pays this whole idea of lip service in the book, um, and here they are, you know, delving into it a lot more. Uh, and I think w- the show is best when it does that. Yeah, um, I, I think um, I think that's one of the weakest parts of the comic yes sometimes i don't think kirkman explores the characters enough yeah which is really bizarre because he's on issue 109 yeah and you think he'd be able to draw it out more but the you know what i found recently um because i i I, i've recently been being really bad about actually reading my stack um and so uh, (laughs) look at my stack (laughs) oh yeah yeah no i know um but yours i i I really hate just reading a few things and then letting the bat the other the stuff I don't care about as much pile up. So mm-hmm. I try to read it in like whole run throughs. Um, anyway, I've discovered that the actual issues of Walking Dead are really good if you read them, are, or are better if you read four or five of them at a time. Yeah, um, because That's why you, I get the you see a bit. Yeah, you see a bit more of where he's going and what he's doing. Uh, whereas if you really are reading it month to month, I feel like he's getting to a place where like. It's a, it's there is one important conversation in there, and then everything else is sort of treading water, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's bizarre. But um, anyways, back to the show. Uh, yeah, the show's great. The show's man. great, and it's uh, it's really interesting. Obviously, you know the Dixon brothers will be back, but yeah, I hope it's one of those things where you you kind of rooted for Daryl not to go with Merle because oh, I want to shoot Merle in the face. Yeah, no. I, he's I, a I doubt terrible he'll make it human out of being. this yeah. season. No, he's no, no, terrible. No. I I think. I, I I think they would be remiss if we don't continue to follow their story. If they if if Daryl just shows Darryl. up again, no, I know. I'm saying if Daryl just shows up again at the end of the season or next season, and like he's alone, right. and They don't tell us that story. I'm going to be so disappointed because I think the idea of the two of them trying to survive and finally coming to head, and this 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 moment where Daryl has to realize, like, oh, I used to be this redneck asshole, and I right. am a better person now because of those people. And and Merle is holding me back. I I need to see that story. I need to see yes. that story more than any of the other stuff because that's one of the things the show is doing that's original. Uh, that's not something you know rooted in the book, um, right? Because Daryl is, from all of the people I've talked to, one of the best characters, and oh, yeah. in my opinion, one of the best characters on the show. He's yeah. my favorite. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I, honestly, I am I am less I am less interested in seeing where. Seeing their version of the end of the governor story mm-hmm. than I am seeing where Daryl's story goes. Yeah, because we all know how the governor gets it. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> um, but it's also that I, I think that what they're doing there, because they're allowed to sort of just do whatever they want, I think that's where the show flourishes. The I most. agree. Um, so it's a good show. 
Yeah. Um, I also watched uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol for the yeah. first time this week Ooh. because it's streaming on Netflix. Yeah. Go Netflix. <laughs> and I hadn't seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. What? Because I don't like Tom Cruise. What? Oh. No. No. Another one of those. He's, he's a fucker. Um, no. He's why fucking creepy. Why, what? why is he? What? Why don't you not like Tom Cruise? Eh. Is it his personal stuff? Now, it, no, it is. Put it's that his personal stuff. Yeah. Hold that on. And I just, is it, is it the him being in love with Katie Holmes stuff, or is it the fact that he supports an organization that causes people to like go crazy and kill themselves? No, it's the Scientology thing. Okay, all right. I don't care about Katie Holmes. I yeah. mean, whatever. She can. She's not with him now, so I support her for that. But... <laughs> yeah. No, it's one of those things where he's never done movies that I thought were like, oh my God, I have to go see that. Mic drop. That, mm. Because I'm, I, I don't know. I just never. Anyways, I, Ghost I, Protocol. I, yeah, I, I think that. Well, I'll see what you think, but uh, no, I loved Ghost Protocol. Oh, good. And it's one of those things where, like Oblivion, we saw the trailer for Oblivion, and, yeah. I, and I'm like, okay, that looks interesting. I have a, I mean, I don't know. I've just, I've never seen like Top Gun or anything like that. Oh wow! wow. I have, Top Gun? I have a very large gap of like 80s movies missing I, from my repertoire. I have to say, I'm not entirely sure that you will like it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. No. I'm saying because it is actually kind of dated. You know, like, I love that. I movie, have a problem with things that are super dated. Well, unless I I've seen them. Before. I don't think it's like super dated, but I think. Those I mean, are, I think his movies. It's a cool movie. Yeah. But it, it's this might even sound sexist, but it's kind of a guy movie where yeah. you know they're flying jets and they're right. these really hot there's shot a, guys. There's and, a really long sweaty volleyball sequence though. Yeah, that's, I don't that, think that's she'll mind that. Yeah. I don't think she'll mind that. <laughs> yeah, that's my. When that's Val my Kilmer wasn't you know all doughy and he's yeah he's he's the Iceman in this. He looks different every movie he's in now, like a different know, right? kind of awkward middle aged fat. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Whenever that's someone bizarre. talks about. Top Gun, and they say Iceman. The only thing I can think of is Meet the Parents, and that girl getting hit in the face with the water polo ball, the water volleyball ball. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that, that's that's a take on the Top Gun stuff, but it's way cooler in Top Gun. These guys are all like sweating, and yeah. it's all hot outside. Like and there's the a parents. guy named, they're giving each other high fives. There's a guy named Goose. Doesn't Goose die? Ah, <laughs> oh, so, man, you already know the movie. Giving it oh, away. No, I know a lot of stuff just because I haven't seen the movie. Spoiler. But so when you're watching Ghost Protocol, though, Tom Cruise is badass. No, <laughs> he was fucking awesome. I have to say, I liked Simon Pegg better, and I love. Oh. You want to see? You want to see name? the third one then? Because Simon the Pegg other is guy, really good. What's in the third the, one too. Jeremy Renner? Uh, yeah. yeah, I love him. Like <laughs> after Avengers. Yeah. And yeah. he was awesome in Ghost Protocol, yeah. right? Yeah. And the sentimental moment at the end where he sees his wife and she waves. And it's, oh, so oh. you have to see and the third one. And you haven't seen the third one. Oh. No, and I haven't seen the third one. But oh. no, Ghost Protocol was good. And I would watch, watch the... No, I'll watch the... Jizo. Here's, here's what's interesting. So Does one of your roommates have it, Michael? Probably, yeah. That's probably true. If they, the, We should ask Chauncey and see if we can watch it this weekend. The so the first one is totally completely different. Like the the first it's one more is like this a TV weird show. intrigue movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more like the TV show, and um, I, I, it's great. great. It's great in in a very different way. And the second one turns it into an action movie. <laughs> yeah. And the third one is the J.J. Abrams movie. Uh, for, for oh, obviously, we've said yeah, we've said before. Like it's basically an alias film. But I think what's great about <gasps> it I is also that it started watching. It oh, injects that whole series with some heart again. Oh yeah, in a way that I don't even scene? think the first one has. I don't know um, why. Like he should have been nominated for an Academy Award just for that opening. We scene. said we said this last week. Yeah, you did say this last week, and <laughs> it wasn't last week. It was a Two couple weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah. Because after you said that in the show, I actually watched the first episode of Alias mm. on Netflix. Great. Oh. And I was I watched the episode, and then I was like. 
shit, Ghost Protocol is on here too. And I watched them the same day. Yeah. Because you had been talking about Mission Impossible. But I need to go back and start watching Alias again. But now I've got all my shows from last night that I have to watch. This have you Have you seen Alias before? No, I've never seen Alias. Um, it's great. It's great. I That wasn't what I watched when I had a TV. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. I don't remember what I watched. It was kind of a hard show to Smallville. Find I watched Smallville when oh. Alias was on. Yeah. And Roswell. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Quality WB television. kind of girl. I was yeah. a WB kid for sure. I, how how you grew up and avoided watching Vampire Diaries? You. Oh, I've seen it all now. Oh God damn it! <laughs> That's on my Hulu queue that was on last night. She's oh, a little wow. obsessed right now. Oh wow! It was so much better. Like it's this, not actually this good, season of Vampire Diaries is not nearly as fun as the last what four that I've watched in Wait, like two weeks. It's had five seasons. Eh, three or four. Wow. Maybe five. I'm not really sure. Dude, oh, get wow. this. Uh, Supernatural's been on for like nine years. I know. I've never seen an episode. And now Felicia Day and is I, on it. I, like I, semi-regularly. I feel like I really need to watch that show. Me too, because I like that Jared Padalecki guy. Gilmore Girls. Because he's in uh, Friday the 13th Shut remake. Uh, wait. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's okay, honey. <laughs> um. Anyway, what else did you watch? <laughs> Oh, this is the longest episode ever. <laughs> no, this is going to be the longest episode ever. Sorry, Brad. Okay, so here's my biggest yes. qualm that I watched this week mm. was I watched Celeste and Jesse Forever okay. with Rashida Jones and Ad- Andy Samberg mm. and Elijah oh, yeah, Wood. And I don't like when people who are really funny and really good at being really funny, oh, hi, Stuart, aren't funny. Is the movie not? Is the movie trying to be funny? I was bored. Okay, I don't think Ryan, so. you like no, it. No, the movie it. is not trying yeah. to be funny. Ryan, why did you like it? Because I just thought it was a different take. You know, a lot of times it's um, like uh, I'm always, I always, I don't like romantic comedies unless they try something different. Yeah. That's fair. Shaun of the Dead and things like yeah. that. Um, the so one we saw tonight. The, yeah. So. That movie tried something different where you didn't expect it to go the places it went. Which one is that? Is that the one where like they, they intentionally sleep with other people? No, that's... Uh, they're getting a divorce. They're a married couple and they're getting divorced, oh. but they still hang out with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they're best friends. Yeah. With a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I enjoyed it. I expected it to be funny. And maybe oh, that was uh, just because... The cast, you kind of have to. Yeah. Right, I expected yeah. it to be funny, and the things that they were maybe trying to make funny, I didn't think were funny. Was it? Was it maybe that, like... You've seen Away We Go, right? See, that one I love. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's a movie where the, the, the main actors are comedians, mm-hmm. but they are doing, they're doing sort of a subtle, like, normal people comedy. It felt you know? more like um, Friends with Kids. I didn't see that. Which I didn't like at all. <laughs> yeah. My but wife I, hated yeah. it. No, yeah, because you don't like any of those people. Like, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible people. Well, and this is why uh, I've decided this week that I don't like girls anymore. Um, <laughs> so are you and Brad going to go out now? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 sorry. The show Girls. Oh, I've, okay. I, and now I'm going to keep hate watching it every week because you know that's what I do. Well, and that's, but, what, that's like, a trend I now, get over apparently. Yourself. No, no, I... I <laughs> Seriously. Um, Seriously. Lena Dunham the, was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. I've seen her naked too many times. The uh, the thing I'm is, sorry? like, I. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Lena. You're. Yeah. Uh, 
she's not watching. She's not listening to the show. I'm sure she's not. But it, anytime, if you're trying to be funny, but I, I just desperately hate the characters, then it's it's. I'm never I'm never gonna laugh, you know. And it doesn't matter how good the joke is. You always end up just being like, oh yeah, you said a funny thing, but yeah, I want you to die. Like if you would just explode <laughs> right now. Um, it would be so much more entertaining. Yeah, that show just makes me want all of New York City to just like sink into the ocean. Oh. Yeah. No, it's bad. Watch it every week. As soon as it's yeah. Only if it takes Carrie Bradshaw with them. <laughs> right. Because oh. apparently the new Carrie Diaries show is awesome. Not. Oh, <laughs> they're making more. No, they're making a prequel with the girl that was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, the one who played Violet Beauregard. They're just not letting that universe die. No, it needs to die. It needs to die. Hey, guys, we're in the presence of someone who loves that stuff. Sorry. (laughs) No, Sex and the City had its moment. Like, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, I, I there was a moment when I saw it. Um No, and it was it was legit. It had yeah. its moment. You remember there was that weird period where like TBS was cutting all the sex and and, and like language out of it and Laura still it? watches those and, uh, and I bought her the freaking $250 <laughs> box set of it. But the funny thing was is they would they would come on and I could never get through the intro. Like the intro would start and I would just be like, oh my God. Well, it's because the TBS edits make it. The intro is twice as long as the DVDs, FYI. No. Why? What do they add? Like like DVD creation. The song like, is Here's longer. the guy who made the box art. I, I, Sex and the City is my favorite show of all time. Oh. But I have no desire to watch The Carrie Diaries. And the Sex and the City 2 movie was shit. But now, so is I the Carrie Diaries, Laura. I don't know why we're spending time on this, is the Carrie Diaries like actually, it, it's on like the CW, right? Correct. So there is, it is completely neutered. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, but she's like, also it like could 12. Be, it could be more edgy if it she's were on 12. NBC. And like, she's that's like how, 17. No. no. Yeah. What? The se- like Sex and the City, I always watch when it's on cable because I love it so much. Yeah. When I watch it on the DVDs, they cut like half the good shit out. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. They cut it off the DVDs? No, like no, no, no. if he, you watch it on it E or Oxygen or yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those. Uh, <laughs> it's all on the, all every the lady day from one thirty to three thirty um, <laughs> for the win. Oh my! But oh. they cut like all of the really good, edgy, like this is what real relations were like kind of shit. They cut all of that out. You know, there's no filthy. reason for me to watch it, but I always watch it and then cut to commercial break. I'm like, oh, you see Wiener in that episode. I get it. No, that's my, but that's my point. Like, how can you? How do you make a prequel to that show where there's none of that content? No, it's stupid. Oh, no, okay. yeah. She's, Although, granted, she's I, I started watching Sex and the City when I was about 13, so which so is probably really inappropriate, and it probably explains a lot about me now. <laughs> that's probably when I saw the episodes when I watched it too, because uh, you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Anyways, so that's pretty much all I've seen this week. Awesome. Besides a whole bunch of other random shit. That's what I always do. Michael, what you got? I watched uh, All-Star Superman. Nice. That was was actually the only Superman comic series I own. Which one? Because I enjoyed the first issue. Anytime I hear that an issue's good for comics, I always pick pick it up and just check it out. Who is that? Grant Morrison? Something like that? Yes. Yeah. And Frank Quietly. And it was a great comic series, and I'm not even a fan of Superman. No, the comic series is Neither am I. Neither am I, but my roommate's huge on it. He had me watch it. Have you read it as well? Yeah, I read it first. So how uh, is it as an adaptation? Uh, it's it's a little too direct. I I, oh. um, I like the comic, but it didn't translate well into uh, an animated movie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It it seemed like they everything seemed added on. They had Superman's away. He's taking some tiny Kryptonians 
out somewhere in space. He comes back. Hey, there's Kryptonians on the planet. They take over. Then suddenly they're dying and they're gone. Huh. It just seemed, it seemed a little tacked on when they put it in that format. Huh. Interesting. But, yeah. I like the comic. Yeah, I mean, the comic's <laughs> interesting because Superman's dying. Yeah, the entire time and, and he's dying. So it's an interesting take that he's kind of losing his powers. And, I mean, well, he's not losing his powers. He's getting stronger. Yeah, he's just dying like, the he's entire dying. time. Yeah, it's, like that's really yeah. interesting. Does he die at the end? Uh, not sure. Then it kind of leaves it hanging. Interested. If he died, I would watch it in a second. But oh, they have another uh, one. What is it? Death of Superman. Oh yeah, no, movie? I need to they, watch that one. They do. I just watch Doomsday the kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah, but I like the think the whole implication is that he's still alive in the sun or yeah. something. I always thought, I, we've said this before, but uh, Mark Miller had this idea for a like a Superman trilogy mm-hmm. where at the end it was just going to be like the Earth was dying and like like because it was way in the future and Superman was still alive and he was just sort of the very last person watching the sun go out. Um, and just that, I just that idea to me it was so epic and chilling that I thought like that's really cool. Um, but that would be badass. I'd watch. Yeah, that. no, I like I don't like Superman, and I would watch that because then you're taking uh-huh. this this over the top character and putting them in in situations so fantastical that it, there could be some really interesting meaning there. But just Superman flying around, I'm like, man, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty if you put him in interesting scenarios, I like him, but just Superman. You know what he needs? Little kid, like there's a little, like a little piano pushing little boy who just <laughs> definitely needs that. He, he would just solve everything, solve all problems. Cora's <laughs> just like, I'm gonna punch you guys. In the no, death I'm glares. not gonna punch you. Oh, okay. She might. I just really, I like she Superman, might. but that's probably because Christopher Reeves is awesome. Mm-hmm. He, and, no, yeah. and Tom yes. Welling in Smallville was super sexy. <laughs> Oh, I actually, show. Right, have I ever told you I watched like the first two seasons? Really? Of that show. Yeah, back when they aired. I've yeah. seen every episode of Smallville. Yeah. Because I stole them from Michael's roommate Chauncey, and I, I Oliver Queen, like the guy who plays Oliver Queen, in the last I don't know like three seasons, is fantastic. <laughs> to the point where she wants to name her firstborn child Oliver. Yes, we're naming our son Oliver. It's fine. Oh, man. Apparently, this has already been decided. Yeah. You agreed to this. <laughs> this is not new. The uh, I just had a problem. Like, at a certain point, that became, like, like sort of the, the tween show melodrama thing, where at the beginning, yeah. when it was all this stuff of, like, oh, he falls off the rope and his, his like, see-through walls vision turned on and suddenly he can see into the ladies' locker room. Then I was like, oh, I'm in. This is my show. Uh, where it was like it was all about like him discovering his powers and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool, but uh, eventually it just became too. Um, it became Metropolis, not Smallville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're. Oh man, good metaphor. Just blew your. Yeah, mind, but when didn't he I? tells Lois, like in the last season of Smallville, when Clark Kent tells Lois that he's Superman, ten se- or nine seasons, and they never she never she never figured it out. She's not a bright woman. <laughs> well, they had to have some kind <laughs> She's of something. A journalist. Going. <laughs> Yeah. Her job is to do these things. Like, <laughs> Obviously not investigated. Yeah, yeah, no. But um, that was I've I watched that episode like four times in mm. a row because it was awesome. Mike, is that all you've watched this week? I've also been watching back episodes of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, Ooh. you are. We are fans. <laughs> yeah, it's too do bad. You have a, do you have a favorite um, episode of It's Always Sunny? I, I'm kind of stuck on Dayman right now. Yeah. How yeah. far in are you? Uh, Five seasons. I've been jumping around a bunch. I oh. skipped a season seven for a while, then I went back and watched uh, 
first season through season four. So I've been jumping around a lot. Cool. That's yeah, one of the shows you can show. watch whenever. There's yeah, no really yeah. continuity There's, in them at all. As long as you've seen them before. I've said this before, yeah. but because the show gets crazier, it does. you it have does. to know, know what's going on. I think you know, my but... favorite one is the, the poop in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. You get so obsessed with it, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, there's turtling out there a little bit. There was definitely not a turtle! <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. Nothing <laughs> Nothing else, Michael? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I've been watching uh, Why Does Kids You Know. Been watching oh, a bit yeah. of that recently. Are they still making that show? I have not watched. I have that in a long no time. idea. It's it's all back episodes, but oh, it's yeah. uh, they're very strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I, man. I, I, that's the one where all the guys play women, right? Like yeah, kids yeah. In the they hall, they occasionally like, they bring women to, on yeah. the show, but most of the time yeah. it's just them and drag. That's a lot of yeah. It's, man, when when Abraham Lincoln gets hammered in the ass, that's one of the best <laughs> things on the internet. Like Do they, really. Do they do special ops whispering on the show? Special ops whispering. Because special ops whispering, if you can find it on iTunes, is the best, like, CD track from Whitest Kids. You know, you've listened to it. Yeah. You got to find that shit. It's hilarious. Because it's all these guys whispering, and they're supposed to be in, like, Vietnam. And they're, they're special ops guys. He's like, dude. I dropped my clip. Well, why did you drop your clip? Oh, I've got these cool night vision goggles. I have to find my clip. And it's... <laughs> why doesn't Carl so. have to wear gloves? Well, because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> he only has to wear gloves if he's going to wave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's oh. the funniest shit. It's, That's it's great. Good. Very That's off good. color. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I have to find it. I always loved those guys. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're way out there. Yeah. But that's all I've watched this week. Very nice. Um, I watched a shitload of stuff. Some of the stuff I'll just blow through because uh, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> my Robert Downey Jr. movie of the week. I, I've seen it before, but uh, I recently found it again. Uh, Wonder Boys, which he stars with with Michael Douglas. He's in Wonder Boys. Yes, he he's Michael Douglas's Man. editor. That's a Michael Cabin movie. Uh, yeah. Which Michael Cabin is the reason why Spider-Man 2 is so good. Yep. And it's directed by Curtis Hansen, who also did LA Confidential. Oh. Um, and it stars Tobey Maguire and, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is a professor. Tobey Maguire is his talented writer as, uh, in his class. And Michael yeah. Douglas wrote a really popular novel and he can't write his sec follow-up. And Robert Downey Jr. plays his gay editor and he shows up with like uh, transvestite. It's... It's a really funny movie, but it also has lots of heart. It's a really good movie. If you yeah. haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's one of those writing is hard movies. No, like it's he's movie. writing so much that he can't find an ending. Yeah, but that's still. I, I think it still falls into that whole genre of like writers writing about how hard writing is. Um, ending ending writing is hard. Oh yeah. yeah, he can't. He doesn't find his voice. Beginning and Katie Holmes is, is good in it. She only she's only in it for like five or ten minutes. Really, mm-hmm. she has great moments. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite Robert Downey Jr. movies. Um, I also saw The Howling Five. Um, <laughs> James uh, purchased <laughs> Howling Three, the marsupials, yeah, it did. for his shit show oh, review. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I haven't watched um, it yet. And when I was younger, me and my friend Brandon, who is the best man at my wedding, uh, who lives in Denmark, um, he... Him and I would go to Blockbuster when they had videos for rent, and in the... Late mid to late nineties, there was tons of horror movies that were just put on video. And I remember when I was little, 
And I even told James this when he got Howling 3 of the Marsupials. I said, dude, Howling 5 is pretty badass. It's <laughs> this... It takes place in this castle, and it's a basically uh, who who done it, but it's a werewolf. No one knows who the werewolf is, and it's killing people in the castle, and you can't figure out who it is, and it's a, like an intrigue. And I said, man, that movie's badass. And it was on uh, Netflix uh, when I was just flipping through. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm totally watching Howling 5. And it was horrible. I was no. so disappointed in my childhood. Really? Yes. Because one, they don't even show the werewolf trans transforming. I mean, really? right? Isn't that what you have to see in every werewolf movie? Well, that's well, standard. But know. is it is it like a is it a directed DVD? Like it is. Yeah. And the werewolf no, you never. No, would... James. The Howling Five came to a theater <laughs> near you. Um, oh, wait till I get to one that did come to a theater. You'll be shocked. Oh um, no. And so, and every time the werewolf would kill somebody, I, me and Brandon, and it even make fun of it in South Park. The werewolf will show up and it like. You don't even see the werewolf barely, and then it like yeah. hits somebody in the face, and it goes, jum, jum, dominus. <laughs> and it's like, really? This is... I was really, really disappointed. Wait, what did you just sing? I, it's like Jump, that... jump, dominus? <laughs> it's something like that. Jump, Those jump, choir children, jump, right? Choir yeah. children. You know, like, when you watch South okay. Park, the movie, yeah. and they like, zoom in on Damien's eyes, and it's... Ding, ding. That happens when oh, all his magical oh, okay. powers happen. Yeah. Exactly. So do not yeah. watch Howling Five, guys. Okay, <laughs> that's the lesson learned. That's too bad. Um, also, I mentioned earlier that I got the six film collection of Hellraiser. Um, last week I saw Hellraiser Three, which I mislabeled as Bloodlines. That's actually Hell on Earth. Um, mm. And the third one is not too bad. The fourth one is called Bloodlines, and it is horrible. <laughs> um, and I could not believe that it was released in theaters. I was fucking shocked yeah more shocked that it made eight million dollars in theaters um it takes place in space but they're trying to um <laughs> like all great horror films and that's why awesome. I, I went on I, I wrote a blog this week about jason x which is the 10th friday 13th which yeah. i actually think is not that bad of a movie yeah and it takes place in space and i said hey if you want to make this uh, horror movie in space make it like this because it doesn't forget about where it came from. Anyways, yeah. Hellraiser movies don't make sense anyways. But anyways, it's basically saying that um, Pinhead is eternal. Like, he's... Uh, even Pinhead though, is eternal, But what's man. stupid about it is... So, it, it starts off in... I don't know. It starts off in space. And then he goes back into, like, the 1800s in France. And then, because they're showing the bloodlines. This is how this guy oh, who's right. trying to get okay. rid of... This other chick, and then I don't. It's stupid. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, but is is that the one? Because I watched some other people talk about this. Is that the one where Pinhead is hardly ever even in it? Like he no. just pops up every he, now. And he then? does, but actually, the one that Pinhead is not in hardly. I'd say he's in it for five minutes. Wow, is a Scott Derrickson one. Oh. and it's Hellraiser Five Inferno. And I might say this because I'm a fanboy, but it is actually a good movie. And uh, I'll go out on a limb that I forgot I was watching a, a Hellraiser movie when I was watching it. Really? Because the story is is there's this corrupt cop, and he does drugs, he does hookers, and he has a wife and kids, and he's trying to hold up this moral standing that, hey, I'm a police officer, so I kind of have this double standard. And along the way, he gets the, the box. I even forget the name of the box. and um, Cosmic Cube? Yeah, Cosmic Cube, yeah. the, the uh, Tesseracts, and he... You know, he opens it up and he um, he he unleashes hell um, by uh, unlocking unlocking the box. I guess the story of Hellraiser. When you unlock the box, you unlock Pinhead, and so he does that. And he comes out of the room and the hookers asleep, and he goes back to work. And he gets a call from her, and she's screaming in pain. And he shows up to uh, her 
the hotel room that he fucked her in, and um, there she's hanging by her throat in the shower. Oh, no. And there's, like, a little kid's, like, finger left there. Whoa. Yeah. And so the whole movie is all these people that are connected to him keep on showing up murdered. And there's With a little like kid. Children's fingers? Yeah. That's what? Yeah. No, I was joking. Really? Yeah. That's and like, so. That's fucked up. So the cop goes on this quest to find because he wants to make sure this child stays alive. Yeah. Because the, the forensic guy says, well, this was cut off while the child was still alive. And again, Pinhead is not in the movie. <laughs> he doesn't show up until the last five minutes of the movie. And the movie is an hour and 45 minutes long. Wow. And basically, uh, I'll spoil the movie because in case you guys ever want to watch it, um, <laughs> it turns out that he was already in hell, and his punishment was being a terrible person. And so Pinhead comes in for like five minutes and explains how horrible of a person he is, and he says, your hell is yourself, and the only reason this is happening to you is because how bad of a person you are. That's wow. bad. And then he gets like dragged into hell, and uh, then he wakes up after he gets pulled into hell, and he's in the bathroom again, and he's like, oh, fuck, and the hooker's there. And he's like, oh, this is just a dream. But then it goes and he's replaying it again. So his yeah. his hell is he relives that day over and over and over and over Nice. Again. Oh, man. So it's a it's a really cool yeah, movie. And I can see cool, when I listened to his interview, he said um, Harvey Weinstein or Bob Weinstein, one of the Weinstein brothers, said that they should make this movie not a Hellraiser movie. Yes. And it would totally work. Yeah. Um, but uh, and the, I mean, you'd have to have some other guy with like saw blades coming out of his face show up at the end and go like, you're in yeah. hell. But, but it's really interesting because uh, he also, the Cenobites are like demon manifestations. And in this. Is his, that like the ones for, we talked about last week where like the guy had a like a camera in his eye? And no, like that these were way cooler because oh, what okay. they represented was there was these two um, demon women that were always making out around him that he always saw. Yeah. So it represented, you know, his his sexual appetite and. Then there was this one. It was, it's a really interesting movie. Um, oh, so so like, so like his his independent sins are like represented by other exactly weird creatures in the, exactly. in the, in the hell. So I, I huh. if you want to see a Hellraiser movie, Hellraiser five is the best one I saw because I also saw Hellraiser six and it was horrible. Again, it, and I, I they had all these sex scenes in it, but no one took off their clothes. It's so bizarre. And what's it, the point? Exactly, and then, <laughs> and it was trying to be like Hellraiser five, where it was trying to be clever, but it was just really confusing and stupid. So, um, out of the four I've seen, Hellraiser five's good. Thanks, Scott Derrickson. Um, I also watched Alien again with director's commentary by Ridley Scott, dude. Um, the director's cut version. The um, is this a new comment? No, it's not. Would you do you know what commentary this is from? Oh, okay. It's, if you have the anthology on Blu-ray, hmm. go to. Um, the, or even if you have the quadrilogy, it's the same one. Yeah. It's a 2003 um, commentary. And it's actually a pretty cool commentary because they take um, interviews with all the cast members and Ridley Scott and put them in the movie. Yeah. And then at the end, it's him and Rit, uh, Sigourney Weaver talking. And this, what really was cool is he, he said, she asked him, she said, would you come back into this universe? And this is 2003. Yeah. He said, I'd love to, but I don't want to take your story because if you've seen the aliens, you know she dies at the end of Resurrection. Um, she also does at the end of three. She does. Um, <laughs> but so he says, what I want to do is I want to go back to the beginning. He said, why did that ship crash? Yeah. And uh, and then Sigourney Weaver says, yeah, I mean, was it did it have malfunction? Was did the space jockey crash it? And you're like, dude, you're just blowing my mind right now. Yeah. So the seeds for Prometheus were probably sown when Damon Lindelof's listening to that commentary. He's like, fuck <laughs> this. I know what I'm writing. He didn't start that script. No, he did not. Um, and I also watched Aliens. Which, um, James, you're not a fan of. I have a hard time watching that movie. But yeah. I watched it again, and I actually thought it was pretty fun. 
Um, yeah. I watched not the director's cut. I watched the theatrical cut, which oh, I think is way better. Yeah, the, the, the director's cut is just... Uh, it, it's too long. Yeah, but um, I, I had fun with it, and yeah. it, it it's was It's not cool. that I don't think it's fun. There's a lot... Of, I love that movie. My problem is that every time I watch it, I want to put the mute on. Because I think... James Cameron's dialogue is some of the most quickly dated garbage. Uh, I th- I really I, five years from now, if you go back and watch Avatar, I think you're going to watch and go like, oh, "This is obnoxious." Yeah, like it, I don't know what it is about the way he writes. You but, didn't think that the first time you watched it? Well, yeah. it was it, in his top palatable. ten movies of 2009. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty. I'm really ashamed pretty. of that 2009 list. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. The <laughs> the it's it's okay, but it's palatable. I think I think his movies, the way they are written, they are palatable when they come out. And then, as time goes on, you you see how much he is writing in the the language of the time. Even you know? Titanic is super dated now. Yeah, which is yeah. funny because it was dated in 1997. He's, he's, I mean, I did. I did. He's not a very good writer. I did comment when Avatar came out that in the first five or ten minutes of that movie, somebody calls him Special K, and I just want to. I I want to slap him and go, okay, you really think that that far into the future they're still making Special K cereal? Are they even eating cereal? Like, <laughs> really? Um, that and all of all of everything yeah, Bill Paxton says my, in Aliens. My, is just my actually awful. my favorite scene in that, you know, everyone wants to say where she fights her and says, "Get away from no, her, you bitch." No, no, no. My favorite scene actually is when she's in the hive and there's all those eggs. Yeah, and she's about to torch them, and then the Queen Alien tells you know the other aliens to back up, and then she fucking tortures them anyways. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Anyways, I, I there is there's hardly anything as iconic and and just awesome as the scene when newt is in the in the sewers oh yeah and the alien I mean, comes up behind it. and I mean, on blu-ray oh my gosh oh man if you if you haven't got it yeah you can get a best buy right now for 22 dollars damn it the, I'm go buy that. the alien anthology dude it's beautiful um i also watched compliance um oh how it, was that i uh, it was you know what's crazy is it is a true story yeah and i didn't know how true and i went back and i researched about it and it basically verbatim yeah and it, it was interesting um it's probably not a movie i'll ever watch again um the performances are really good if you don't know what i'm talking about it's this uh this lady gets a call who's a fast food operator uh owner and she says that one of she's told by a police officer in quotes that one of her employees stole from a woman on the counter and so she makes her go in the back and do all these degrading things like strip down and um she performs like oral sex on her fiance really happened yeah um, and so it, it's, th- so that kind of thing is kind of bizarre. The performances are really good. Yeah. Um, it, it's not streaming for free on Netflix. If you want to check it out. I think the, what was interesting when Brad saw it was that he sort of described it as like, yeah, they, they did a good job reenacting this thing, but it's not necessarily a great movie. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what it is. It's, yeah. I mean, it's them in a room and it, all the performances are good, but it's not something you need to watch more than once. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think once you hear that story, most people think about all of the themes and ideas that that movie is going to bring up. Like, Oh, you know why? At what point, when somebody in authority tells you to do something, do you say like exactly? No, that's why I never got about it. I'm yeah. as, if I was that person, I'd say fuck you. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. not going to strip it from you. Even when I heard about like the news story account mm-hmm. of that and the yeah. fact that they were making it into a movie, mm-hmm. it's like r- really. But yeah. I guess this you're is, listening to the you're. Yeah. You're doing what this person is telling you to do. Yeah. This guy prank called like seventy restaurants. Like it's it was like a real thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you want to check it out, it's uh, streaming for free on Netflix. Oh wow, um, cool! I also rewatched Peter Pan. Disney Blu-rays are the best. They're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, it's not even just the way they look. It's also like they've they've got all these little like things that the Blu-ray will do to make oh, it easier yeah. to watch. Disney like, knows how to make that... Blu-rays. I don't care what anybody says. You really have to watch. If you haven't seen Pinocchio or Peter Pan or Cinderella. 
they will blow your mind on Blu-ray how beautiful these are. Yeah. Um, you're talking about Peter Pan is 50-something years old now. Looks like it was animated yesterday. Yeah. It, it's wonderful. Um, I rewatched Underworld Awakening. It's better than this time I saw it. Um, I'm actually a fan of the Underworld still, movies. Still better than Twilight Breaking Dawn? Part y- yeah, two? absolutely. Okay. Thanks um, for that, by the way. <laughs> oh, hey, it was Dan that said that that, that Twilight was better than uh, Underworld, not you. See, and, I haven't I haven't seen any of the Underworld, so I don't have any room to talk on that one. You should see the first. You should one. see the, the first one. It's really first badass. One's I, sh- good. I should. Yeah. 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 Um, and that the last thing I saw, which will actually surprise some people, is um, I traded in all my old DVDs, and I said this a while ago, and I got movies that I was going to take a chance on because mm. I basically. I didn't get them for free, but I got them for free because, you know, I didn't watch those movies anymore. And a movie I got that I, because we have our mantras, we're going to go into every movie expecting it to be good. I'm really afraid right now. And I got Prince of Persia. Ah, and, yeah. And honestly. Right, you, were, you talked I, about this last week. And I, I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I had no problems with the movie. I, I got into the world, I, you know. Again, I still think it's weird that Jake Gyllenhaal has an English accent who lives in yeah. Persia. But I mean, he's super well, sexy. So does Jim oh, Harden. Yeah. But, I mean, the performances are fun. The movie's just a fun movie. I didn't have... Uh, I, the, actually, what the only part, problem I did have with the movie is at the end when um, the princess dies. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. Because everybody he cared about died. And the last thing you do is can save this world. And he just happened to get blasted back in time to mm. right before... Um, his father That's was murdered. Right, that whole yeah. But I, I mean, other I... than that, I mean, on Blu-ray, it's amazing, and the special effects are hmm. outstanding. And uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I, I'm actually going to watch it again with the. Uh, they have this cool feature on it where it's called the Sands of Time, where you wa- Disney again when you watch it, and the sword comes up. If you hit enter, it like blasts sand across it, and it tells you how they made the scene, and they have interviews and stuff. It's pretty hmm. sweet. Yeah. Did one of the guys from Pirates do that movie? Uh, the, uh, Jerry, yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer. All okay. the producers of yeah. the pirate movies did him. Yeah, That's what I yeah. He sort of just makes those movies. He makes movies that are very orange, and they make <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, um, um, that movie didn't, and I think it was marketed wrong because yeah. I'm watching the movie. I said, why don't they market it with like him them showing how he went back in time with the sword and. And yeah. Stuff. Honestly, the badass. only way they marketed it was they the, the scene where like he releases the sand from the from the dagger. Yeah. Like all that CG. That's all they ever showed. Um, exactly. And then that, a lot of yeah. running like Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was <laughs> like Aladdin it was like Aladdin in one street, and then there was some sand, and you thought oh, this is not. And Alfred Molina is really good in it. Oh, that's right. Wow. So yeah, I should watch it. I, I gave it a shot and actually really enjoyed it. So yeah, you never I'm, know. I'm gonna have to watch. Congratulations. First yep. again. Super proud. James, we're finally to you, buddy. What'd you oh. watch this week? Oh, good. <laughs> um, so there, there were already robots. No, that's not where I'll start. Um, I watched Transmorphers to <laughs> the Fall of Man this week. I can't believe that's an actual name of movie. Transmorphers. Transmorph. No, this is Transmorphers Fall of Man. I. This is the second Transmorphers. Is there a two in it, or is it Transmorphers no. semicolon Fall and, of Man? And I was curious about why is it not Transmorphers two? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because after watching the movie, I turned the box over and deter- found out it was a prequel. Um, <laughs> didn't at no point in the movie does it does it explain that it's a prequel. In fact, it starts. Like a sequel by telling us like there's seen, this... have you seen the first Transmorphers? No, I haven't. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't have Transmorphers for cheap at Trademark, so I didn't care. I was like, uh, this is th- what what's the worst going to happen? It's worse than Transmorphers one. <laughs> like that's what I'm going for here. Because um, I'm I'm going to do a shit show review of it once I nice. I get my computer back together. Um, so here's the thing about this movie. 
Okay, first of all, it's called Transmorphers. What movie do you think that The Asylum, which made it, is is sort of, you know... Well, obviously, it's Transformers. Well, you're stupid, because it's, <laughs> it's actually a Terminator film. Wait. What? <laughs> it starts off. It starts. If you and tell ends. me Robert Patrick is in this, I'm going to blow my mind. No, 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 no. I'll get to who's in it, and it'll still blow your mind. Um, <laughs> it starts and ends with like a voiceover, you know, like the like the Lyndall Hamilton yeah. voiceover where yeah. they're talking about the future. Oh, so good. And I where love they're the, t- I love the tr- Terminator voiceover. Yeah, this one's not that good. <laughs> um, this one's about like oh, the robots were already here, and the government knew about it. <laughs> Um, the robots are already here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it stars Bruce Boxleitner. Straight up, Tron is in this movie. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, he was at Denver Comic Con last year. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you're a sixth degree. I want him to come back to Denver Comic Con so I can get him to, to sign, sign my your copy Transmorphers of Transmorphers <laughs> The Fall of Man. Uh, here's that would be awesome. So, okay. There are a few things that are great about this movie that I want to touch on. First of all is it ends halfway through. So there's like there's this robot and it's got to get to some building and if it gets there it sends a signal and calls all the other robots. Oh no. And um and so th- they get there and Bruce Boxleitner is they're fighting it and trying to hold it off and the there's this scientist who is oh I got to stop the thing. I'm going to send some waves and it's going to stop it. And um and they don't think they're going to be able to stop the the robot. And so Bruce Boxleitner has this heroic moment where he's like, you know what? Because he, he magically just shows up in a helicopter. And he, he's like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to fly this helicopter into the robot. I'm going <laughs> to sacrifice Bruce Boxleitner to stop the robot so that the humans don't get eradicated by robots. And he, yeah, just as he flies the helicopter into it, the guy stands up and he's like, we we stopped the signal. We successfully stopped the signal. He's trying to stop Bruce, but Bruce still flies into the thing and dies. So Bruce Boxleitner dies halfway through the movie for no reason. <laughs> None at all. Probably just because he was like, well, I'm only available for three days of shooting. So, you know, just get some shots of me in a helicopter and some shots of me driving a cop Is that car. You're Bruce? Yeah, yeah. I've been, I have no idea what good. Bruce Boxleitner is. Oh, good. Oh, good. Thanks. I have no idea what he sounds like. I've been, either, I've been I'm working guessing it's pretty close. It. Um, but, and so at that point, you think... Like, oh, okay, he's, this is like the end of the movie, which just seems really short. No, it keeps going, because then he, like, his daughter, uh, mm-hmm. and the guy who is like the handsome guy, who is actually, oh, naturally. yeah, the hero guy, um, he's the John Connor sort of dude of the movie. Um, well, good he, for you! Yeah, and he, <laughs> That's uh, Christian Bale is John Connor. So he goes off, and he's just, he goes and has sex with Bruce Boxleitner's, like, daughter, like, immediately. Like, wow. Bruce Boxleitner <laughs> dies, and she's just like, well, we, you know. Well, she is grief-stricken. Yeah, yeah. There's and, only you know, a couple ways you can get over and that. He, he is a popular uh, film writer, or I mean, um, robot fighter, <laughs> so they should just go bang. Totally. Um, and it's a, it's a really long, awkward no nudity sex scene that's just uh, uh and my mom walked in and she was like what are you watching were <laughs> you wearing and, pants yeah and yeah uh <laughs> um anyway so that's awful but then it go there's a whole nother half because somehow like they still failed so the robots still show up because apparently it's a sequel so the robots have to be there at the end mm-hmm. of the movie um but the best thing about it is there's this scientist you know you're obligatory like like oh I'm I know all about signals and I figured sure. out that there's a signal from space and it's robots. Um, who, she is clearly an alcoholic, like just <laughs> c- 
constantly sweating like this you know late she's in like a third her late 30s just constantly sweating slurring her words Is this nothing the, she the says makes any sense i i don't know <laughs> at no point do they say anything about the character being an alcoholic um i mean like any scientist nobody uh, none of the other scientists believe her um but i was still like I th- it's like I contact. Yeah, I wouldn't believe her either. Yeah, it, it's like contact only. Jodie Foster is an alcoholic. <laughs> like that's it's bizarre. Um, especially every time she's asked to deliver dialogue and explain the way things happen, because it's <laughs> like she's making it up as she goes because she can't remember because she blacked out the night before when she read the script. Like it's awful. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm just saying. Like I- I'll write a review sometime this week when I can get my you know shit in order. Um, but I, I will say it's going to get a pretty good review. Nice. You should get your, you should find a copy of Transmorphers and have your I will not. Over I will borrow and, yours and 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 get drunk and watch the drunk lady talk about robots. Win. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty damn good. Um, and then the other thing was I watched Fast Five. Yeah. Yes. Because my parents had not seen Fast Five, and I was like, "You well, you're, you're going to see Fast Six, so." We need to catch you up on this story. And Fast of course, Five is epic. Like most sane people, they have not seen three or four. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Four was okay. No, well, it was I, horrible. I, here's the thing: I've never seen four. But like the first one is epic. Is it yeah, because it's when pretty... Vin Diesel picks up that one girl? What? Oh yeah, yeah. What he pick, he picks about. up he picks up that girl and like pushes oh, you, her against the thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's I, hear, awesome. I hear that's attractive. But I like cars. I so. keep trying to do that to people, and they're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't think they appreciate that randomly at yeah, the mall. For, I'd appreciate against it. the cars that are up for a raffle. Honestly, if I were a woman, I wouldn't like the comparison to Michelle Rodriguez. So I, it would be <laughs> it would be pretty good offensive. call. Um, good call. <laughs> which is pretty funny because, of course, there's all these. The great thing about Fast Five is that they are writing these movies like they are writing the biggest, most amazing epic of all time. Like, they think that all their little plots are Oscar-worthy. <laughs> and they they act them like they are. You know, the whole thing of, like, I don't know if you remember, but he drops his necklace, like his big crucifix necklace, and... and um, <laughs> Uh, what's her name? The actress. Uh, anyway, she she picks it. The the cop. She picks it up and she she wears it for a while. And then he comes to her house late at night, and and he because he's got to uh, get yeah. the necklace back. You know, it's a whole subplot about this necklace, and they think it's great. Like there's it serious drama where she's talking about like oh her dead ex husband and and all of this, and you're going why is this in this movie? Um, but it doesn't matter because it is one of the most satisfying final car chases of the last 10 years like it's oh, it's there with like bad boys too yes. as far as like this is this is awesome car action of the modern era um man do you know the rocks in like four movies in the next four months oh yeah oh, so dude. excited yeah. he's in pain and gain he's snitch. in snitch snitch gi joe and what's the and other one fast and furious fast and furious yeah yeah man go rocky yeah absolutely he's also the new wwe champion if you watch the Royal Rumble like I did. Yeah. Nice. And maybe someday we'll get that movie where he's in Spy Hunter. Mm-hmm. I would still like to see his Spy Hunter. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Hey, word from our sponsor. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, no, the teal troll is attacking me. My son's in danger. Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 
20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that, too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The Teal Troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh, no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoking taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. This is the box office stats. Uh, I totally forget him, James. You're going to have to bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still doing this show. Um, Identity Thief. <laughs> oh, that's right. Identity Thief with, was it? 30-something million. 30, uh, 34, 34 million. and a half. I've heard that's really not that good. Yeah, I've yeah. heard some bad reviews on that. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look, like the previews didn't look that good. I don't really like uh, Melissa McCarthy. What? Yeah, you know you know that one, uh, the movie, the, what's the one that she's coming out with? I, the Heat. Bullock? The Heat. The heat? The heat. I actually, I actually want to see the heat. You were laughing. You can, you can totally tell that it, she's just improv <laughs> during the trailer. All yeah. those lines because yeah. I saw her in This Is Forty, and everything she says in that trailer sounds like her scene from This Is Forty. Yeah. So it, that that is my problem with her is I I end up feeling like a lot of it is just sort of a caricature that she continues to do. Um, but her caricature is funny though. Makes me laugh. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, me and James okay. saw side effects that made ten million dollars. That makes me sad. Yeah, I'm not that surprised. There was this, uh, when I went to see Die Hard, there was this one right in front of me, all alone, going to see side effects, and I thought, that's weird. Like, You know what you know what's, was weird? is when Channing Tatum died in side effects, and the girls in the audience were going, no! <laughs> that, I'm not, not exaggerating. Yeah. They literally jumped up and started. Uh, yeah, honey, it's sorry, like, he dies. Yeah. He dies like in the first twenty minutes. It's also it's also in the trailers that they talk about. He the is. He dies. He's so hot and he, and people like him so much that they reshot GI Joe for him, so he wouldn't die. So he wouldn't die. I'm actually okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that too. Boxofficemojo.com. Thank you for your stats. What's coming out this week? DVD releases and Blu-rays. Cool shit's coming out this week. Yeah. Uh, the greatest TV show of all time, Game of Thrones, which I've only seen one episode for. punch you in your teeth. Oh. See, we like Game of Thrones. Uh, I like season two a lot more. But that season is two is good. Yeah, that is because they are not trying to cram an entire novel into, an ep- into a season. They've slowed it um, down a little bit, yeah. yeah. I only but saw it, the first episode, and I wasn't that impressed with it. Uh, it. It, to me, is the exact opposite of Walking, Walking Dead, where they try so hard to keep to the books. Um, and then the places where they don't, because I have friends who have read them all, and and what they tell me is the things that they change are all of like we- the weird sex scenes and like the all of that stuff. Where I'm like, why? why? This is unnecessary. Like it's not even characters I'm interested in. It is, they're and it's only, terrifying. Yeah, they're only adding it because they it's HBO, and they're like, well, they, they if have, we don't have nudity, no one will pay for this. They have a quota. Yeah. Um, also coming out is Argo. Fuck yourself. <laughs> um, what's really funny is we have digital bits up and they list the movies by how popular they are. Uh, so, you know, whatever's the highest selling on Amazon. 
And you know old people like Argo because the DVD is selling more than the Blu-ray. Top Gun 3D also comes out. Yeah. Atlas Shrugged Part 2, remember that? Um, No. Monsters, Inc. Ultimate Edition comes out. Yeah. I already own it on Blu-ray, so I don't think I'll need that one. Um, And then also Sinister comes out. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Anna Karenina, which is that indie movie with uh, Kira Knightley, comes out this week. Yeah, cool. Um, well, there are people. Who, I want to see that. I was talking to Sierra because she saw it today. Did she? Um, yeah, yeah, and she was saying it was pretty good. My Russian uh, friend went and saw it. Yeah. Was she moved, or he? Uh, I don't know. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> I just know that Sasha went and saw it. Yeah. Oh, Sa- that person is Russian. You're right. She's very Russian. She's very Russian. Her name is Sasha. Yeah. She's fantastic. Oh, and there's a new Blu-ray release of uh, um, The Insider, which is hey, good is this movie. the week where Bigfoot's Wild Weekend comes out? Oh shit! No, 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 that was last weekend. Oh, we was talked it last about weekend? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Are you yeah. sure? Because I think we were looking for it. We couldn't find it. No, no, no. That was two weeks ago. We couldn't find it. It was last week. Now, now, the shame is that I have not ordered a copy yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I would order um, a copy. I think it's twenty bucks, dude. That's a oh, fucking that's track. right. That's right. Oh my god. But we, you know, we got to make sure we don't ever not get a copy. Yeah, yeah, what I have found in this whole me watching movies that are fucking garbage is that that is really an expensive hobby. Um, because even finding them like cheap at Tradesmart, you Rod Stewart storyteller. Oh yeah, I'll just keep scrolling. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was last week. I'm not seeing it here at all. There's nothing. No shark movies. Nothing. That sucks. I know. Cool. That's releases this week. Where do we get those releases, Ryan? We get them from DigitalBits.com. Cora, what happens when you click on DVDR.DigitalBits.com? <laughs> well, it links you to Amazon.com, and you can buy it. And then when you buy it through that link, it, they give money to Digital Bits. Wow, you do that better than Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does that better than us. Let's be Thank you. Yeah, found totally. a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I've listened to like you know, all 100-plus <laughs> episodes. Brad is the episode. Oh, not yet. Not yet. I haven't? No, 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 there's not 100 plus episodes of him. Well, there, yeah, there you got all the, the interviews, interviews and stuff. And stuff yeah. Yeah. Actual, uh, yeah, actual episodes were at like 86, 87. Yeah. It's getting close. We should, we should, <coughs> we should start planning something for that. We should. Um, that would be epic. Anyway, that's DVD releases. Comic book corner time, sir. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. Michael has a comic book for us. I do indeed. I've got uh, The Boys. The Boys. Oh. The Boys, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I believe you guys mentioned it before on your show. Uh, Cora wrote I, in about I, it. I said something about it. Oh, that's right. I've still never read The Boys. I boys need to I'm going to send it to you because I great. couldn't have, get a copy today. Yeah, we were going to bring a copy of it, but we uh, ran out of time. But it's hmm. great. It's an alternate uh, superhero universe. Is this Warren Ellis? Yes. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, Garthenis. 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 The other one with a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's it's uh, an alternate superhero universe where uh, comic books are the marketing of superheroes. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's all Superman, Batman, but it's representing these superheroes who live super corrupt lifestyles that uh, they do lots of drugs and have lots of sex and kill everyone. Um, don't actually do awesome things. They yeah. don't do awesome things. They have uh, parodies of all real superheroes, too. They've got parodies of Superman, the X-Men, uh, and they kill almost all of them, too. Because <laughs> well, cause the story is about there is this like a group of people who are meant to police these people, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the boys are a group of CIA-backed uh, 
superheroes. I say that in quotations. Yeah. But they, they're given superpowers to police these superheroes who are incredibly corrupt. Yeah. Uh, and they go around and they uh, they police uh, their version of the Justice League and the X Men, and it, it's great. Half the fun of the comics is uh, finding the superheroes that relate to. Uh, more well-known ones. They've yeah. got uh, one of my favorites is Wolverine, except he's brain damaged and instead of claws, he has hammers for hands. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Uh, Garth Ennis is the guy who, of course, did Preacher, which is also fucked right. up. Fantastic. I, I never want to meet that man. It's a he messed might, up series. He, he might no, do the, bad the things. The boys is kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's it's about. I didn't think a comic book could shock me, and I felt a little. Uh, little gross after reading a few of those <laughs> I need it's, a it's really good though like all of them are out they don't make them anymore yeah they and just yeah. they just finished released. up the series recently so. it's was, fantastic highly recommend it i remember when that book started and i remember like only being a couple issues behind and being, being like oh man i should really go back and find those issues and our and friend dean it. has I, them all uh, oh and, one of the best parts i forgot to even mention the protagonist is based after simon Pegg. Um. And in the first issue, he writes the foreword for it. Oh, funny. Mm. That's funny. Very nice. That sounds far more satisfying than Eminem being in Wanted. <laughs> um. Far more satisfying. <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, you know, I bet I I bet the Colorado Quince Cards and Comics has the trades of the boys. I've seen it there. You know, and I, yeah. you know what I, I've I've seen. Uh, oh my God, you've gone. Uh, that's I have cool. been. We went that's, by your recommendation. Cool. Oh, nice. d- oh, dude. Yes. What did you guys think of Colorado Quince Cards and Comics? I was super overwhelmed. We were there I didn't for know quite where to some start. Awesome. I didn't know where to start. Oh. We actually bought Dean the second to last issue of The Boys at Colorado Coins Cards and Comics. Very cool. Awesome. Of course, Colorado Coins Cards and Comics is a sponsor of our show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, unspool some real news, James. It's real news. Cool. This week is kind of weird because, as I said before, my computer died. And so I haven't been reading it as I go, but uh, we'll just hit a few things. Um, Sam Mendes is maybe probably going to make another Bond movie. Sweet. I know. That's awesome. I did not expect that was going to happen. I, I, cor- I kind of expect when a director like Sam Mendes comes onto a project uh, or a series like that, he's going to, you know, pop by, make everything awesome, and then just, you know, depart. Um, <laughs> Leave it in someone else's hands. Yeah, exactly. You know, just sort of reboot everything so that everybody's like, oh, okay, this can be cool again. And then, you know, um, but I would love to see him do another one. Heck yeah. Uh, especially because where they leave it, there is so much potential for that series to get. Oh, yeah. That's another boyfriend again. of my wife's. Yeah. She loves Daniel Craig. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sam Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is air humping Daniel Craig. <laughs> for the record, record, Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss are like the sexiest couple ever. Pretty are sexy. They, are they actually together? Yeah, yeah they're been married. married for a while, right? Oh, Couple really? Years? I did not know that. Holy crap! Well, no, but she was married to. She was. Who was she married to? The guy who did the Fountain. The yeah, guy who yeah, yeah, the Fountain. Aronofsky. yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, they got divorced. Now oh, she's married to Daniel Craig. But I really like the Fountain. No, the Fountain is fantastic. I did not understand that movie. You can't. But it's great. It's so I great. I watched it three times. Yeah, people just you just want to understand the fountain. <laughs> You've seen it three times. And you still I own that it? movie. I, oh, I bought it. Just yeah, accept it and move oh, on. Oh man, because it's pretty. It's very pretty. I I think I understand that movie. I'd have to watch it again, but I think the graphic, the comic, the graphic novel, the hardback no, the graphic novel is awesome. Oh okay. Like the graphic novel yeah. in the fountain is awesome. Have you read Noah? 
No. I'm going to have to read Noah before they make the movie. Um, all of the Criterion catalog is free on Hulu this weekend. Nice. Which is the weekend during which we are recording this. So <laughs> you've already missed it. Um, but it's pretty cool. That's uh, probably where Brad is right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's is. obsessed with Criterion movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. So that's cool. <laughs> but Criterion movies are part of what's great about Criterion movies is they are this sort of collector's item where like actually mm-hmm. owning it and having it look pretty on your shelf is part of like the draw, you know? So um, Hulu, no one cares? Well, I mean, they're at least there so you can watch <laughs> it, you know? So if you want to watch, uh, what's doesn't matter movie? what you can stream them, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, but it, it, it is a chance. I, I, I think that Metropolis has one. But movies like that where they're hard to find. Them. Oh, yeah. The Third Man, something like that. It means well, that you the know, Third too, Man it gives is people on. an opportunity because they're expensive. Yeah. I mean, I bought the Shortcuts DVD. I haven't even watched it because it has Robert Downey Jr. in it. And it's it was on DVD. It was $26. Oh, man. Um, yeah. We got a picture of the new mask for Spider-Man. Well, the eyeballs. Yeah. They're different, though. <laughs> the lenses, yeah. Yeah, they're way different. They're different. The, the creepy thing about it is that the whole background is black, and then that, of course, makes the internet explode. They're like, oh, it's going to be oh, Venom. Venom's so cool. He's so, such a cool villain. Oh, I love Venom. Uh, he was cool for his first couple appearances. Yeah. He was cool in the 90s when everybody was eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So you remember how they're going to make another Mummy movie? Mm-hmm. They're going to reboot the Mummy, right? No. Um, Already? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, already. I mean, it's been like 15 years. No, 4 um, was awful. Yes. No, no, no. 4 I know, I was I just awful. got the first one on Blu-ray. Uh, no, 3. There there have not been 4. There's only three. I count Scorpion King cuz Scorpion oh. King is in my box set. That's right. Uh, as the third movie. I got the other box set that only has the first two. So <laughs> I only have one half good movie. <laughs> um yeah, uh, like out of in that box set there is like 1.6 great movies in there. <laughs> um uh well so the the thing is the they were going to remake it and it's going to it was going to be uh Kurtzman and Orsi doing a script that is set in the modern day right. which that is the twist on it where I'm like oh, okay cool you're going to actually spin this a different way um but Universal has now also contracted the guy who wrote The Hunger Games to write another script there will be two scripts okay keep track keep, keep track of your mummies here okay. there will be two scripts and if either one of them is good they will make those movies if they're both kind of good. They might just slam them together into one movie. Which, this I mean, is, that happens, though. Yes, but it just sounds like the worst way to make movies. <laughs> <laughs> or you have so much money, you're like, well, I'm going to make two scripts. I'm going to pick the best one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but if you're hiring Chrisman and Orsi and you want to make a blockbuster fun action summer movie, like what? And they also made People Like Us. So, I mean, you can, get, uh, you can go either way. People Like Us wasn't that bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I actually don't remember how bad it was. We, we're going to have to go back to the episode where I review it and then figure <laughs> out how bad I thought it was. I don't remember that movie at all. Yeah. Neither neither do I. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's pretty much news for this week. Yeah, it was light this week. Yeah. I have a news thing. Oh, oh cool. Oh, man. Because this is what I forgot to tell you during dinner. Um, so we were talking about Denver Comic Con. Yes. And I was on Twitter like last week. Roughly, approximately, when I yeah, called yeah, you frantically. I think just constantly ago. you're on Twitter. Well, there's that. Yeah. Um, but I was on Twitter, and out on a whim, I tweeted, I follow Will Wheaton and his wife, Ann Wheaton, mm-hmm. because they have adorable dogs that mm-hmm. they tweet pictures of. Yeah. And I tweeted Ann Wheaton, and I was like, so Ann, 
do you know if you're going to be at Denver Comic-Con with Will? <gasps> because I would love to meet you too. Inst- like before I set my phone down on my table, it like buzzed. And she replied back to me and was like, I will. Woot. Nice. Oh. Breaking news. I Breaking called news. Michael frantically and was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is the coolest excited. shit ever. Oh, so man. Ann Wheaton is also going to be at Denver Comic-Con. Awesome. Will. Yeah. Isn't it cool when celebrities pay attention to you? Right? Assuming that. Even like pseudo kind of celebrities. Assuming that Will actually comes this year. Right? Uh, no, that was bullshit. <laughs> is what that was. Remember when they had a video of him playing in that one room constantly? Oh, man. Bullshit. It was just sad. And I'm sure he had a good reason. I mean, I'm not sure. But you, watch, this, you watch Big Bang Theory? This, he wasn't at DixieCon for Sheldon either. Oh, I don't. Does. That's okay. It's kind of, it's. I like it. And really, this is a CBS sitcom kind of way. Yeah, I watch it and I feel like I am offended by it. That's fair, because yeah. you're a real nerd. Oh, amen. Yeah. Um, I don't like it when they put us in boxes. And I feel like that's what that show does. It is what yeah, that show does. Much. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Cool. Oh, that was news. Yeah, yeah that's Wait, there news. was something else because you were talking about there's something yep. in like Largo or over in Lowry. Or, yeah, we. Uh, what is Lowry? Oh, that's right. It's east side of Denver. Uh, we actually stumbled upon this by accident. Tell them the story. Well, we were driving. I wanted bagels after <laughs> our archery lesson. We we took archery lessons <laughs> Very because cool. Cora is obsessed with the Hunger Games and she wants to be Katniss. I am Katniss. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, she said that every five minutes. Fact. Um, but I hit the bullseye on the target at least she, once. She oh, did I hit did. the bullseye. She's Nicely very proud. Done. Anyhow, we I'm went to get bagels because that was our victory treat after archery. And uh, my car ended up breaking down because it's an old piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> so we proceeded to walk around for a while because it usually needs half an hour. Then it starts working again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in this old like military district. Well, at least, yeah. it's, at least it's a predictable old piece of shit. Like, it's you know predictable. I know it's going to take half an hour to yeah. repair itself. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, yeah, if anybody hasn't been to Lowry, it's an old military base, and mm. they've got a bunch of uh, old officer housing out there and a bunch of old airplane hangars. And uh, one of the cool things we found out there was the Air and Space Museum. And there's an, uh, I didn't random, know we had one. There is a Neither did Air I. and Space it, Museum. Less than a mile from my house. I didn't even know it existed. Uh, we walk in right as they're closing down, and Aww. they let us in for free. They're setting up for an event, like a, an official whatever event. Yeah. So they're like, no. Well, Michael looks around the corner. We're walking around the gift shop, and he's like, wait, what is that? And he asks the guy, tell him what you asked the guy. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the guy, and he's like, do you have an X-Wing? He's like, yes, no. we have, an, have X-wing. an X-Wing. And they're like, we're setting up for this event. Go ahead and go in. So we go in. There's like sodas and tables and mm-hmm. shit everywhere. And there's an X-Wing that's signed by the cast of Star Wars, except Carrie Fisher. A, like in, a, like, like a an X-wing. X-Wing. Is it one like you use on set? Yes. Like it's, a... it's awesome. That's Highly awesome. recommend if Dude. you're in the Lowry area. Go yeah. see it. <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is really cool. Do you know how much an actual ticket is for like a... It's know, like $11 something a person. That's worth it. They've got some awesome planes. I mean... Everything was pushed aside when we walked through. Yeah. But it was pretty badass. Now, the it biggest problem, though, is what's wrong with Carrie Fisher? I like, don't know. Was she, she just w- doing coke or cocaine? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Just like, Carrie can't sign her name today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, the rest of us, yeah, well, it'll be enough. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, there's a Star Wars X-Wing in Denver. That's awesome. too cool. I got to check that out. We don't have to go to a galaxy far, far away to see an X-Wing. Nah. <laughs> we can go to almost Aurora and see it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. It's on the right side, though. It's You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> we saw two movies this week. Well, me and James did. Um, the first movie we saw was A Good Day to Die Hard. Oh, we're going to do that first. James, should people go see A Good Day to Die Hard? Um, I really like Die Hard 4, and I... Totally agree with all the people who think that Die Hard 4 sucks the heart out of what John McClane is. Um, but at least Die Hard 4 has some really cool action sequences in it that are followable. Um, and it's it's funny. Uh, no, you should not go see Die Hard 5. Like, it's... I I was so disappointed um, because you're it's really voice. boring. Uh, Hearing your voice, you're disappointed. Yeah, no, I, I really like. I sat there, and the movie is only 45 minutes, a hundred or an hour and 45 minutes long, and when it was over, and I was like, oh well, that I'm, I'm glad it's done. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I have to say, yippee ki yay, Mother Russia. Yeah, I'll go see it. No, <laughs> it was all right. You don't look like a lawyer. Jack! Dad? This is what you've been doing? 007 of Plainfield, New Jersey. Relax, you're safe now. Save my ass. This guy's bad news. Terrorism, weapons-grade uranium, nukes. Someone's got to stop him. Got a boy. Knock, knock. Whoa! What is this? A pirate gun? It's old school. Yeah. Like you, right? Right. I guess you've done this before. Not encouraging. Me and my boy here. We're gonna put a weapon on you. Really? Really? You crazy? Lupin. Looking for trouble, or does it always find you? I still ask myself the same question. I I found this movie really frustrating. That okay? So, how many action sequences are in this movie? Even like real um, action sequences, not just things exploding and they jump away from them, but actual action sequences. I don't know, three or four. <sighs> I I doubt it's really even. Well, there. they have that huge car chase at the beginning, but um, 
that car chase is unintelligible. There's that part where the one guy I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a day, and you don't. I mean, um, no. It, here's the thing with that movie is, you know, there's some parts of it that are really fun. Um, I thought the director uh, made horrible choices in it. Yes. Though, oh yeah. Um, because he does a lot of the um, the car chases are with shaky cam. Yeah. And you, you're like, what car are we following? What's going on here? And well, and there are no establishing shots. There are never yep. any. The, you 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 don't understand from shot to shot what is actually going on. And so it's just stuff exploding. This is. I mean, it's not even an action sequence. It's just okay. I shot a bunch of cars flipping over because I think that's cool. Um, and then you make that into an, like you're trying to make that into a sequence. And and yes, it's over the top in all of the ways that I don't think a great Die Hard movie should be. But like in in Die Hard Four, there's that sequence where like there's the helicopter and they kill the helicopter mm-hmm. with the car, right? Yeah. And it's silly and it's cr- insane. But before it is some some fun witty dialogue between him and Justin Long, and then like you understand like okay they're gonna drive it down this thing and it, they're gonna hit this thing and it's gonna fly up into the air. It it doesn't follow any shot to shot logic like that. You, mm-hmm. you don't feel like okay this is what they're trying to do. And in fact, it does such ridiculous things that at one point someone shoots a rocket at the truck that Bruce Willis is driving, and Bruce. Pulls on the handbrake and the car just pivots like in the center and does a complete 360 like he's like it's a friggin' video game car like it's it's ridiculous. Um, (laughs) And not in a cool fun kind of way. No, not in a cool fun kind. Not like an oh man that's so cool he did that because it's just like oh you thought that was cool that's the way it comes off. When James doesn't like movies he goes on these really long like monologues and I just let him go and go and go. (sighs) Um, I I didn't have that big of a problem with the movie. I mean there's parts in it I thought were actually kind of fun. Um, That scene you're talking about. See, I'm able to suspend my disbelief in Die Hard movies. Because remember in Die Hard 2 where he's on the plane and he gets blown up and he gets ejected out of the seat and he's like, Yes. And, and, you know, that's that's what that stuff reminds me of. It's not a suspension of disbelief thing. In the fourth movie, he surfs on a Harrier jet. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous and I thought that was fun. But here, it's just sort of boring, you know. See, I had fun with it. I mean, I didn't think it was. It's definitely the least... How is it? It's not the it's the fifth best Die Hard for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's parts of it that I thought were really cool, uh, and there's some really funny moments. I think Bruce Willis is really good in it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think without him, it it, it oh, is yeah, unwatchable. I mean, um, you know, the uh, I laughed when his son asked for a cell phone and he took and he smashed and he's like, "Hey, I had a two year contract on that phone." Yeah. That stuff's funny. Um, but most of his jokes consist of like just him saying, oh, "I'm on vacation." Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, he you know, says he, it he three or four vacation. times. He was no, there he to wasn't. Save his son. Yeah, he was trying. He like so the story will spoil a little for you. He goes okay. to Russia, um, and they 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 did a bad job of marketing this movie because you know the, the the twist. So the beginning is is kind of just annoying, um, but he goes to Russia because he thinks like his son is you know in in trouble in Russia, and it turns out he's a spy. Meh. Um, so he's supposed to be there to like reconcile his life with like his relationship with his son um because apparently he has been a horrible father and his son just f- fucking hates him even though Mary Elizabeth Winstead loves her father and I don't understand like yeah. I don't understand this weird relationship it seems like they are trying to reach for this really deep father son story but it never feels genuine uh, I, I to did me. like uh 
when they're at the safe house and everybody else is hiding, but Bruce Willis grabs the machine gun and just is mowing down those Russians as they keep on yeah. coming through the door. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but then that is that is followed or that is followed by when they sort of get stuck and their way of getting out of being surrounded by bad guys is they shoot some bullets at the ceiling and all of the glass ceiling just sort of falls in in the in uh, uh you're also missing the part where they get captured and they focused in on his bullet knife and he shot a bunch of guys with his bullet knife and then they got under there and they shot all the glass on him and then there's a really but, cool but tracking bullet, shot of the them jumping knife, through the window the bullet knife for one thing i don't think he sh- i i didn't even un- really understand like the way it's shot, I, I didn't feel like it was. I don't think you saw the same advantage movie as I did, James. <laughs> but hold on, the bullet knife sequence is uh, right before that is like a five minute monologue from the bad guy about how he hates cowboys, and I don't even know why. Why does he not like? Usually, you know, I'm totally fine with the. Why does he not just shoot those guys? Hans Gruber calls him a cowboy. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Jeez, man. Yeah, I get always oh, a reference to the first movie. The first movie is great. Uh, this and, movie the, and the bad is, guy's eating a carrot. Oh, to make him... You know, I, look, I have no idea. Do you know why he's eating a carrot? N- no, because that's the most character development they can do in this movie. <laughs> the only thing they can think of to be like, oh, we have to make this guy interesting is, oh, what if he talks about how he wanted to be a dancer and he eats a carrot? Uh, <laughs> and then later Bruce Willis can call him, oh, he's the dancer. Um, he's part bunny. Yeah. No, yeah, there you go. Uh, they should have called him Thumper. That would have been funny <laughs> if he had called him Thumper late in the movie. Oh, he's eating a carrot. I get it. Um but no, he doesn't do that. And then there is the horrible villain twist where it's like, oh, it it seems like they wanted this to be a you know sort of a cross with like a James Bondy kind of a mm-hmm. movie, but it never it never reaches the creative action sequences that a movie like that comes up with. Um, it just sort of you know blahs out onto the screen like oh well we had to make one of these movies we spent a lot of money on explosives yeah the only thing i i think my least satisfying part of it is i'm totally gonna spoil the ending for you yeah um but is how the main villain dies is she flies a helicopter after them she's not even really the main villain yeah she's just the only villain she's the villain that survives the longest yeah well she so the mclean guys are in this building and she flies a helicopter into the building yeah what's she trying to prove well while well, because after firing about 20 bullets out of that helicopter, it's out of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's stupid. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I So I will say the some good things about this. Sweet. The what? <laughs> the scientist. Yeah. Where he threw him off the bridge and then he got yeah, that was into good. the helicopter propeller. That was sweet. Uh, but also, the what what Bruce, uh, what Bruce John McClane does when he gets on the helicopter, where he mm-hmm. drives the truck out of the back, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you're going to actually make this final action sequence worth it. Like, I even thought to myself, like, Okay, this is going to be like Fast Five, where the last action sequence is so good that all the bullshit in front of it is worth it. And like all they do is the truck thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And then he just swings around for a while. And they, they have really made him into a superhero kind of a character. Yeah. Um, I did like also the scene where like the son gets the piece of barb in him. Yeah, you know? that was a good scene. And then and, you know, they're they they talk and stuff and then they finally he finally pulls it out and it's like an inch and a half long. Like it's not even that big. Um I thought that was fun. Yeah, and then he says, Yeah, and go kill some bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Those little quips about like, oh that's what we do, we kill bad guys, those were really good. Yeah, there's some pretty cool um, moments in it, but yeah, overall is you know Do you know what so I, I after the movie I had to go look up John Moore. Um 
the first big movie he did was Behind Enemy Lines. Really? I fucking love that movie. And th- and movie. now looking at his filmography from then, I think he just gets worse over time because he then went to Flight of the Phoenix, which I th- yeah, it's pretty it's good. Right. Yeah, it, you know, it's all right. Um, the Omen, which I've never seen, the remake of The Omen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, you haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the one with Julia Stiles, that yeah. one. Um, and then Max Payne, which mm-hmm. is like way more style over substance than it, it needed to be. Um, and at this point, this is I. I really I could never watch this movie again, and I'd be great. But yeah. you liked it. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably get it when it's on Blu-ray. <sighs> when it's in the seven ninety nine bin. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll watch it again and be like, "Oh man, this I'm like then first Underworld Awakening, and now this. What the fuck, James talking about? <laughs> um, I didn't hate Underworld Awakening. I I would watch Underworld Awakening any day before I watch this. All right, that's our review of Die Hard. Now, the main event yeah. that we've been waiting for for two hours <laughs> um, is... It's not been that long. All four of us went and saw Warm Bodies. Cora, should people go see Warm Bodies? Yes. It was super fun. It's an easy movie to go see. Like, it's an easy movie to watch. Yeah. yeah. It's not complicated. It's not crazy. Good movie to take a date to. But it's... Oh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a love, love movie. Michael, yeah. should people go see Warm Bodies? Definitely. I, I loved it. Awesome. James? Um, should people go see Warm Bodies? Yes. Uh, I, I did really like it. I liked it, in the, I liked it um, a lot more than I thought I was going to, for sure. Uh, I will say, you say it's an easy movie to watch. I think if, you are, if you've got a lot of that fanboyism in you, where you have a hard time when they mess with the zombies, That's fair. it's not the easiest thing to watch. And at a certain point, I did have to like give that up. Um, but I think once you do that and you, you sort of accept the universe it's doing, it actually, it's, it's got some pretty cool stuff in there and it, it, it's pretty fun, you know? Um, yeah, actually I like this movie and being a big zombie movie fan, um, it was hard Yeah. Um, because there's yeah. a part of me that doesn't like seeing, uh, stuff like that. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brad, Brad Haig is in the house. <laughs> um, uh, Hi. <laughs> Valentine's Day? Valentine's no, it's Day? Val- it's just Valentine's Day. It's not. Uh, Are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> um, yeah, we yeah, we were just we were just reviewing the movie. Um, so Brad is here. Brad is here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll Brad him, is here we'll and very loud. And I'm worried how he got here. Are you drunk? You drove here? <laughs> Did you drive? Oh, that's that's a good well, message is, for all the kids. Out this there. is unsafe. All right. Well, this is good. We'll have um, to make sure the episode is like six hours long now, so that Brad doesn't leave for a while. Anyway, so yeah, here's um, a trailer for Warm Bodies. Yeah, yeah, let's get down into Warm Bodies. What am I doing with my life? I just want to connect. Why can't I connect with people? All right, it's because I'm dead. I wish I could introduce myself, but I don't remember my name. I think it started with an R. That's all I have left. Kind of a bummer. I shouldn't be so hard on myself. I mean, we're all dead. This is my best friend. We even have almost conversations sometimes. You call these guys bonies. They'll eat anything with a heartbeat. I mean, I will too, but... At least I'm conflicted about it. Nice watch.
be creepy. Where are you? This is a corpse infected with the plague. It is uncaring, unfeeling, incapable of remorse. I don't understand, but he's changing, and he feels, and he's learning to be human again. Oh my god, is that him? Yeah. Sep. He started something here. Whatever it is that you two have, it's infecting the others. Dad, they're somehow curing themselves. They are not curing themselves. <gasps> Because you could be 20-something, but you could also be a teenager, you know, you have one of those faces. You know, me, it was hard to accept this movie right away. Um, I When I saw the trailer for it, I did not want to see this movie. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, we said go into every movie expecting it to be good. And I was actually kind of, um, it took me about 10 minutes to get into it. But once I understood the world they're trying to tell, um, I, I did get into it. And I thought it was kind of funny and, you know... Uh, I love this the very beginning where R is telling the story about where he came from and yeah. he says I miss these people and because they show people walking around as zombies and then it pans into the real world and everybody's on their phones and they're already zombies yeah so it's a kind of interesting take on it um, and I think that's why Phil like you know in the com- in the trailers for the movie they sell it as like oh he falls in love with this girl and his heart starts again and then because his heart starts like their love makes everyone's heart start and it's it's better than that mm-hmm. um, and when because when they get to that sequence and you realize like okay they're taking what is an actual trope of zombie movies this whole idea that like it's it's just bringing into light the fact that you are already a zombie and that because you go to the mall and wander around all the time and do nothing you're really no different than these people who you know in the movie are wandering around the mall dead um it's taking that idea and then sort of uh flipping it backwards and saying like okay so the cure to that is when when they have some interaction with somebody and they realize that they actually like spending time with humans Mm -hmm. you know where they have this relationship and they connect with another human being on a very personal level like that is the thing that starts curing them and that was the that was the like the fact that that was the idea i that i could let it go then i was like oh okay that's the weird mystical way you're looking at this Mm -hmm. and i i can forgive that and like what you're saying about that because of it um it was really hard to get past the fact that they weren't really dead like, because it doesn't seem like they're you mean like that they weren't, dead. Yeah, like they weren't. Because they're talking. Yeah, the talking kind of took away from the zombie Yeah, feel It's just them. like, oh, it's more like, I don't know. They don't feel dead to when, a certain and, extent. And makeup-wise, they don't look like walking dead zombies. Right. They look like a guy who's got like a scar on their face. Um, yeah. I, I do like, I, I think that the main guy, I don't have his name in front of me. Nicholas but Holt. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nicole, yeah. Um, used to he, be used to date Jennifer Lawrence. BTW. Oh, interesting. Um, he. One of the things I really like about his performance is that he every time he does say something, he says it like it's his final breath. You know, like he's yeah. on his deathbed and he's saying it like 
Like, this is the last word I can get out before I die. Not and, safe. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because even, like, Rob Corddry doesn't pull it off as well. Like, he's just well, he's but, just there being Rob funny. Rob Corddry was so funny. He's, yeah, he's great. But I just mean this as, as far as, like, convincing you that he's sure. dead, he doesn't do as good of a job as, as uh, that guy whose name I already forgot does. Um, you know what's crazy, was, too, is he's English. Really? really? Or is yeah. it Australian or English? I forget which I one. I think he's British. Yeah, yeah but Some he kind of foreign. He doesn't have an accent at all. Not. Yeah. At well, all. he doesn't talk a whole lot either. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh, but uh, his inner dialogue was cool. Like oh, I really yeah. like oh, how yeah. how quirky and funny his inner dialogue was. I, that, I appreciated that. Yeah, that. narration you know, was great. That too. It shows that they weren't totally dead. You know, there's something still right. going on in their brain. And you know, it is an interesting take because I always wondered. I mean, um, The Walking Dead has it one way where their brain's just totally dead. It's just yeah. firing um, things for them to kill yeah um, so it's, it's an interesting take and i don't know it was fun yeah. i mean uh and you know i actually thought it was kind of um spoilers for the other movie i actually thought it was kind of moving that it's it, the, the whole message of the movie is really accept people for being different it's not yeah you know you you might see a monster on the outside but what's really going on with somebody on the inside? So heartwarming. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a pretty interesting take on it. And that the real villains are the people who are no longer able to make personal connections with people. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I was laughing when he, you know, the, the bonies when he was peeling off his face. He was like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, <laughs> no, you're making it, it worse. You're making yeah. it worse. <laughs> well, I think my favorite little dialogue thing there is when he's trying to convince the at the end when he's trying to pretend like he's like he's human mm-hmm. and he says something like you know you know say uh, pretend like you're human and he just looks at the guy and says like how, how you, you doing, doing? <laughs> and, and you just hear his name his his voiceover say nailed it <laughs> just like, no, no. my my favorite so. i have to i have to tell michael eat your brains gain your knowledge ah <laughs> uh, yes oh yeah Dude, and how ripped was Dave Franco in this movie? <laughs> I think he's like, uh, he he's like totally ripped out. An uh, ass. That is mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I think that they like. It's one of those weird like because giving zombies magical powers basically of <laughs> when you eat somebody's brains, you actually like gain their memories. That was one of the first things that they introduced as a as an idea where I thought like mm. this is you're you're asking a lot of me real early in the movie here. Um, but I, like I said, one, I think once you give up those things, yeah. you just say like, okay, here they're gonna they're gonna lay out these rules. This is how this world works. And yes, you think you know zombies, mm-hmm. but that's something else. You know, this is in this movie. These are how the rules work. They stick to those really well, and that's what's important. But that was a cool way for them to like move that kind of love story along. Yeah, is for him to have Dave Franco's memories of her, right? To because she's still like freaked the fuck out. Yeah. By, oh, hey, there's zombie keeping me in an airplane and won't let me leave. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Yeah. So that was a really cool way to, like, move that that romantic element along. Also, Romeo and Juliet, by the way, blatantly obvious. I I felt so stupid. (laughs) I did, too, because I didn't get it until, like, the balcony scene. Yeah, yeah, the balcony scene started, and, and as soon as he shows up and she says, oh, R, and I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, it's true. I was yeah. like, "Oh, her name's Julie." It's one of yeah. I'm an idiot. Yep. Yeah. No, it's I one had of those I moments where moment. like they, oh. it was so on the nose. His name's Romeo. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> the entire his, movie his name just, starts with an R. Michael. It starts with an R. They <laughs> right. don't tell you what his name is. Correct. All he knows is it starts with an R, and his name's Romeo. Correct. I just got that. Yeah. I love you so I, much. I I was in fa- I knew that at the end, and was then cringing when I was I was so terrified they were going to say that. 
Because like it's at that point we know. I was afraid they so were going to kill him. I didn't yes. want them to no, kill exactly. him. Exactly. Same thing. That I, I think part of why it's good is that once they introduced that, then I was like, oh no, he's going to die. He's going to die at the end of this. Son like, of a bitch. this is no fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> I this thought, is going to be miserable. I, yeah, I thought I was going to like this movie, and then everybody's just going to die just because you have to stick to the classics. Um, or at the I'm very least, like you know, guys are going to come out and dance and snap their fingers, and then <laughs> at least like one person's going to die. But. Um, and, you know, the zombie Spoilers horde when they all got, you know, their hearts back and they show up and they're, you know, yeah. <laughs> fisting and he asks uh, them if they're coming along and they all just groan and he says, oh, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the song that played while they were like... Rocky Like a Hurricane? Uh, no, no, no. When they when they all were together and they were mar- they were walking towards the city. Um, and I wanted to stand up oh, and cheer because yeah. it was epic. Yeah, yeah well, it was Rocky because, Like a they, Hurricane. I don't know was it not, really? Yeah, I know oh, you're not okay. listening to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was it was just cool because like it, you know it seemed like oh they're walking in a way as if to be really cool, uh, but they were actually just zombies, and that's just how they walk. Yeah. I liked I liked the moment when Rob Corddry like threw the the bony at the army when mm-hmm. the army's like who do we shoot? And he's like this guy <laughs> and like threw the bony <laughs> on the ground and they just all shot at yeah. it. That was awesome. I yeah. have no waiting for him to. When you know he shows up and he runs over the bonies and he says, "Come with me." I want him to say, "Come with me if you want to live." <laughs> so bad. Oh, See, that's man. what happens when I write a movie and I never get asked to write another it, movie. Just every every line of dialogue would be something directly stolen totally. from another movie. Yeah. I would watch that movie. Thank yeah. you. That, and I would and I would like have a notepad and be like, "Oh, that's from that movie." I gotta look that one up. Actually, I think that might be the entire series of Spaced might be that way. Um, I so still haven't watched that. You haven't uh, watched it? No, I'm. I, Jesus. The, pro- the yeah, problem. Yeah, I have to watch it, Michael. The We've had this conversation. The problem with that show is that half of the the references are British shows. Half of the half of the references are British shows that I will never understand. Like that's anytime fair. they talk about except Easterners. for when they do the Resident Evil Two stuff. That's oh great. yeah, oh yeah. No, that's great. Um, yeah, I will say if there is one big problem with this movie, it's those bonies. Yeah, not. I don't even think it's the CG. I think it's the animation. I yeah. think it's the way they move. Yeah, it's not the CG because I mean, up close they look pretty good. Yeah, but it's like when they're running, it yeah. seems really. Yeah, it was they not look good. They look like the same sprite used over and over yes. again, moving across the screen. And it's, and it's, they said, "Oh, we have a reject from the Mummy movie. Can we just um, <laughs> no?" It looks okay. a lot like the, the Mummy. The first right. one when the first one showed up and did that whole like <sighs> face thing. I leaned yeah. over to Michael and I was like, "Oh, it's the Mummy." Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was completely the Mummy. It's Emotep. Yeah. Emote. Oh, I love emote. I love the mummy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. They're gonna make new ones. No, um. <laughs> Rick O'Connell is priceless. Best Brendan Fraser movie, hands down. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. I was yeah. really hoping that that wasn't gonna. Okay, you know, no, it what's is. that monkey? Monkey bone. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah, monkey bone. I thought that existed until this <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, that was actually my favorite film of 1994. Yeah, uh, was it 94? I have no, no idea. I'm guessing. No, I'm that... guessing. Oh, Brad says it's 98. Um, and Welcome, we Brad. don't we don't argue with Brad, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad bot. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, Brad bot. So there's no production budget yet. <laughs> that was uh, kind of drunk, Brad bot. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's yeah. fair. Tell me about Sleepy it. Bradbot. Um, warm Bodies. Anything yeah. else? Anything else? I'm surprised at how much I like that movie. Yeah, me too. I wanted to see it from when I saw the trailer. It's like, that looks fun. Yeah. Like, it just looks fun. Yeah. And it was much more satisfying than just being fun. 
Mm-hmm. I'd kind of like and to it see... And it was a really good Valentine's Day, quote-unquote, movie. I'd kind of like to see a version of it where he was missing an arm and half his face, though. <laughs> that would have made the movie a lot more amusing. Yeah, would you still so like, cute. You could fall in love with him. Yeah. yeah. And at the, at the end, like, the, the, the final kiss is just way more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's just, oh... Oh, the, oh, look, they're necking. Oh. <laughs> Get are, it? Necking because he doesn't have a jaw? Yeah. <laughs> Soldiers are just looking in disgust. Gone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She does. Okay, Ryan, she looks exactly like like a blonde Kristen Stewart, right? Who is happy with bit, her life. Yeah. yeah. She's, right. yeah, yeah. she's a happy blonde Kristen no, Stewart. No, yeah, she's definitely Kristen Stewart. And also the scene where she's like taking off her clothes and he's like, don't look, don't look. Oh God! Like that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. His inner dialogue on that. The inner dialogue is really what sold it yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Well, and I even said that when that second trailer came out, and they they introduced that whole like right. him making jokes about them being zombies, and I thought this is, if that's really what this movie is, that's the key into making this fun. Um, but and it, it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. That Thanks makes for me stopping happy. by, guys. What a yeah. treat Thanks for, for having us, nerds. Oh, this it was so cool. it was a treat for us oh, too. <laughs> We really appreciate it. It's too cool. It's awesome that we have fans. Yeah. It's funny. I, I had to wake up at like six this morning to go to work. Yeah. Didn't get enough. I, I closed last night, so I didn't get enough sleep. And I thought, oh, there's no way I'm going to make it through the whole day. And then as soon as Cora came around that corner and was all energetic and se- I like second wind the rest of the day. I can't ima- I can't yeah. understand why I'm still awake at this point. It was great. Uh, and, so that's and, how cool uh, this has been. I like that I shattered, you know, Cora's preconceived notion of me of an asshole <laughs> by opening a door for small by children. open a yeah. door for a uh, herd of small children i'm super proud of you Ryan. <laughs> thank you Corey. Oh, anytime man. thanks for stopping by guys thanks. thanks we're seeing snitch next week by the way yeah so bye bye bye, bye.